The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. It's showtime. That's right. It is showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here live here on Circle Made Podcast, episode 120. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back in action here. Señoras y señores, bienvenido a Circle Debate 120, capítulo de Divius One. I've been seeing here with me, familia. With the greatest faction of all time, the fellow five horsemen, but we're four right now. That is, ladies and gentlemen, and let me go ahead and introduce me, familia, my blood and me, sangre, blood in, blood out. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Give me some chonchon. Me- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But you don't want you know you don't want chonchon from Mister Sixty Nine because he is the end. That is right, the invisible hand of podcasting, Mr. 69 himself. With a nice page here. Page oh, here. Page here. Oh, yes. Say hello. That page is here. I, I, was I, thinking you, of wearing, I was thinking of wearing, like, dark lipstick and dark eye makeup just for this episode. <laughs> 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 no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I got, I got some Blackcraft merch in the back. I could pop that on yeah, and be on yeah. brand. We do the whole thing. We do the whole yeah. thing, you know. Once we get to it, I've got some more. I've got some more fun stuff to add to that. Page here. Okay. More fun stuff with this man because this man has been everywhere back in time and in this current time, and he does not need wheels to prove it. So I'll let the intro speak for myself. Hey Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to eighty-eight roads. Well, we're going. We don't need roads. That is right. You don't need roads with this man right here, ladies and gentlemen. Are the host, Russian DeLorean host, and of course, Circle Bay host, Mike. What's good? What's good, Mister Road? No roads necessary. No roads <laughs> necessary, especially with this guy. You don't need no roads with the host with the most taking the coast to coast because he's doing this. Status right, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only, the, the, the director, the director himself, Chris Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing kisses to everybody. He's all the audio. I got nothing. Yeah, this is an audio platform too. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> we're an audio platform. We're Everyone audio at home on the audio, like, is he mute? Yeah, no, no, is, is he muted? <laughs> Did he just put a cardboard of himself right there? Like, I think he's there. <laughs> Uh, before we start, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, for all you men and women out there, make sure, you know, get your Manscaped, you know, merchandise, of course, manscaped.com. You want 20% off, make sure you put the code right here, DeLorean. Make sure you get that. And also for all our audio platform listeners, get all your Manscaped merch, and especially down there, you want to keep it nice and fresh for all the women out there, and especially throughout the summer, and I know... You know, winter's coming, so you, I, I get it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Everybody, make sure you use the promo code DeLorean, uh, 20% off site wide, no matter what it is. It could be the most expensive thing, the most cheapest thing. You'll still get 20%. So use the promo code DeLorean. I appreciate that. That you're living right. in a time where you can use a waterproof, glow in the dark, laser guided ball shaver in the shower, and I'm here for it. 
Hell yeah, that's right. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, and don't sleep on the ball deodorant, Tony. I have I have nicked a sack of many a two times to not want to try that out. So <laughs> <laughs> the oh, No, 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 that's the lawnmower actually. Four four point oh, right? We're up to four point oh. Hell yeah. Thank you, Dom. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Shout out, Ready Dom. To right, let's let's, let's start this off real quick with do not spoil Rampage. We do not want any yeah. comments spoiling Rampage. So if you're in the chat yeah. right now, you know what not to talk about. Rampage. Don't do no. it. No. Don't do it because we're not here to talk about Rampage. And do not spoil Rampage because we want to see it with Matt Callis tomorrow, and I want to get his reaction. So make sure you do not spoil it. But we're here to talk about Dynamite! That is right. We're here to talk about Dynamite Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. Grand Slam. Not at Denny's. No, not at <laughs> <all that. laughs> That's right. Denny's pro. Denny's sponsor us, damn it. There you go. Give me a new Grand Slam every morning with a cup of coffee. Oh, they they closed the closest Denny's to me. I'm so sad. The other one is like oh. two hours away. Oh, oh, wow. oh no. I've got a 24 hour Denny's every two blocks for like 27 states. Oh, no, yeah, I know. When I went to Cali, I was like, there's Denny's everywhere. In Staten Island, yeah. there's, like, one on the island. The next one's in Jersey. Like, Jesus it's bullshit. Christ. And no one's going to Jersey. Hell no. No, 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 no offense to Jersey. No offense to Jersey. No, all offense to Jersey. <laughs> all offense to Jersey. <laughs> all right, let's get into the first matchup here for Grand Slam. And I wanted, wanted to say, even though before I'm so we get excited. Match, I, I, I love talking so so about Denny's. you. Oh, okay, fine. There's a lot of Ned Flanders good. moments last night. Oh, yes. There's a lot of Ned Flanders here. Ah! I saw, I've been getting goosebumps already. Just <laughs> talk about it. But before we do, I know people in the attendance, it was less than 13,000. People were, you know, bashing it about it, but people showed up. Not only that, but the viewership hit 1.3 mil for Grand Slam, and the demographics again, once again, number one. Uh, for the 18 and the 49. So, regardless of what, you know, without the elite and Mr. Punk himself, AEW is doing fantastic without him. So, I mean, I'm glad that people are taking the initiative of making the product moving forward instead of worrying about the turmoil that happened a few weeks. But we're not here to talk about that shit. We're hey, here hey, to hey, talk hey. about I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on that news. I like that the viewership is where it is. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's without the elite because for CM Punk, you don't go here. So you can come in with that bad voodoo, picking all the kids who were who started that shit and bounce on me because you're toxic. We don't need you. There you go. Word. There were facts right there from the director himself. I'm just saying, you can't, come in, you can't come into a new school like that and, and clown on the kids running it like that. You know, like, I just don't, I don't know what's wrong with that guy. It's a work, baby. It's all work. <laughs> Everybody's saying it's a work. Work. Anything, Anything for Kenny. I'm treating his bite marks as we speak. I know you are. <laughs> I know you're treating him for sure. You're pampering him. That's why you got your haircut. No wonder. I, I kind of figured that. Already. <laughs> Let's get into the world, the Ring of Honor World Championship, the opening matchup for Grand Slam. And everybody did not expect this, but I'll, of course, Chris Jericho is now. Your numero ocho world champion and the first time ever holding a Ring of Honor world title as he defeated Cardo Casanoli. And I wanted to just digress very brief before passing around to me, hermanos. 
I enjoyed it. It was a great, fantastic, great opening. Jericho, I know he's gonna be hurting in the morning because the things that he did in this match. Oh yeah, like he was like 27, 28 once again. He's and fifty years old, and 50. he's fifty years old, and he did it again. And man, I was stoked to see Jericho. But one thing I can tell that Jericho, I think he, he lost, you know, he got winded out of was that power bomb that Casanova gave him, and it looked really, really tough. I'm like, oh, I even cringe just watching that. But uh, even the I kind of kind of see a little bit because I thought Jericho was going to hit his head. And I'm glad he didn't. That practice center off the top rope. Uh, but I mean, I'm happy overall. See, so, that was a clean. I did not see that coming. It was so fucking clean. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I was really happy. So I wasn't disappointed. But all I can tell you is that a lot of people were, but we'll get into that two part question, which I'm going to ask it now. So, thoughts about the match? And. Thoughts of now Jericho being the Ring of Honor World Title, you know, champion. Is this gonna? Is this the right move for Ring of Honor coming soon? So I will take it to De Niro. Talk to me, Pepe. Talk to me. I, I don't even know if Ring of Honor is coming soon. Like, there's still no announcement on what the future of Ring of Honor holds. But if it is coming soon, then I think that Jericho being the champion is going to bring a lot of eyes to the product. Um, even though Ring of Honor had been around for 20 years, for the casual wrestling fans, it's still relatively unknown. So if you tell me that Ring of Honor is going to be on TV and I go tell some friends who maybe only know WWE and they ask me, oh, well, who's in Ring of Honor? And I say, well, their champion is Chris Jericho. Then maybe they'll tune in, kind of like what AEW did, putting the title on Jericho to start out the whole company when they went to TV. Um, I'm not mad at it. I wish that Claudio would have gotten a reign on TV as the top guy. In Ring of Honor, because he he definitely deserves that. And I see him getting that title back in the future. But I I just really want this Ring of Honor title to feel like the Ring of Honor world champion. One of the most prestigious belts in wrestling is just another title on AEW. But if it's a Ring of Honor show, it will be the top title. So I just think that all this really is just like back and forth with a title that doesn't mean much until they get the show. So hopefully that's on the verge of uh, being announced. Um, I said on the Wrestling DeLorean, I said, you know, they could utilize until they get to maybe a TBS or a TNT. They should be utilizing Ring of Honor on YouTube or on Fight TV. Like, just get the show up and running because right now with all the Ring of Honor titles on AEW, it's a lot of titles to keep up with. So, yeah, I mean, the matchup itself was phenomenal. Amazing matchup. And it wasn't just this matchup. Chris Jericho has been putting on bangers. His matchup at All Out with uh, Brian Danielson was amazing. The match with Moxley when he was Lionheart was amazing. So, for sure, I mean, I think that you got to reward the guy for going at the pace he's going at this age. So, I'm not mad at him being champion. Absolutely. I couldn't, you know, couldn't agree more. Matt Callis. I think one of the main things to see here is, like, I've always, I've always imagined, like, I, I think Chris Jericho has – I think except for the ECW championship has held every single, like, I guess, major championship from the not like world championship from the nineties. Yeah. Cause like, if you, if you count that WCW reign during the invasion angle, he, he has had that WCW championship. If you the count undisputed belt was combining the two. Yeah. yeah so, and yeah. the undisputed belt was combining the two as well. Yeah, absolutely but he, counts. He, and he held the WCW title uh, for a time when he was feuding with The Rock. It was kind of like 
an internal feud like we need the rock and jericho to get along if we want to defeat the alliance and then jericho took the wcw title off of off of the rock after the rock beat booker t so the ecw championship is like the only one i guess like major title from the 90s he hasn't won or the or i i guess there's also the tna the tna but you know that he was ecw television champion i know a lot of diehard ecw fans chris maybe will attest to this would you know say that the ECW television title was almost on par with the world title because of how the champions like held that title, but yeah, not the world champion. And I guess another thing is that, that a lot of people do consider ring of honor, the spiritual successor of ECW for a time being right now. It's kind of GCW's kind of filled that role in a way what with running the hammer sign. But I, I think I always imagined like with the comeback and, I, I wanted Ring of Honor and AEW to do kind of like if if Ring of Honor never went out of business, I was hoping they would have like a big business partnership. And you know, this was this, guys the the disclaimer. This is 2018 Matthew speaking. So 2018 Matthew was thinking, man, Marty Scroll versus Chris Jericho in you know in in Ring of Honor that would be so cool. And then Jericho could hold the Ring of Honor title and just add more prestige to it. He could be heel, he could be baby face. It doesn't matter as long as the pe- uh, the good thing about Jericho holding any title is the people challenging for him for it would elevate them and elevate the title at the same time. So you know him him winning unclean is a very like flair esque thing. And he and the finish of this match was very Naito esque because he. He used the same finish from the night from his his trilogy with Naito, the kick in the nuts, push the referee. <laughs> the was only that thing a Domin- is, was that a Dominion or Dominion? Dominion. He tried to do it again at Wrestle Kingdom, and then Naito and Naito spoiled it. So, Hi, Courtney. So corny. You know, I wouldn't. Let's rampage. I, I once again, I'm gonna. Bring- I'm going to bring him up all the time, Naito, or either like Naito going for that ROH title or the AEW title. If there's anybody who deserves it right now, anytime, Naito, come over. Oh, man. Naito needs a break from wrestling in general. Naito needs a break. He's a vacation. Those knees need to heal. They could work a different kind of match, less flying and more, you know, know, a a different thing. They could do. They could do something different. Yeah. Okay. El director, take it away. All right. <laughs> cool. They started off the night again with another. That was me leaving that comment just there. So uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say thanks, it. Facebook user. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You all <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed now something changing in direction with the main roster that I loved about AEW is raw has been starting off with banger matches that Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley match was straight up 19 straight minutes. Amazing. But AEW started doing that long or at least returned to, you know, has been doing that at least longer or WWE hasn't done it as recently as AEW has been around. So uh, they did it again. They started off with a banger of a match, but there is this thing where in AEW, when a non-AEW title is defended, those matches seem to lack a little bit because they're on TV and they're allotted for time. And I know it's a two-hour show, but there were only five matches. 
This happened with Deanna Parazzo defending her NWA title against, I believe it was um, Thunder Rosa, I think. I think that was the match I'm thinking of. Uh, I've noticed this with like Wheeler Yuta and his ROH title and other ROH titles or other TNA titles. The matches just seem a little lackluster by just a little bit of shimmer. That's my opinion. This match I know would have been better if it was, let's say, a main event in an ROH pay-per-view. It yeah. definitely would have been a lot better. Um, there were some great spots. Absolutely impressed that Jericho hit that Rana mid-power bomb. That suplex to the outside, which I think did the damage that we were talking about. Wowie zowie. Um, and now we have a new Ring of Dishonor champion, El Ocho, Chris Jericho. And I don't hate that. I like that he's the new belt collector, essentially. And yes, he's held every single major title but the ECW one. But in the TNA one, I guess. But I mean, like, to hit the big three and then add Ring of Honor to it, that's pretty fucking cool for a guy who's 50 years old um, yeah. and constantly still, still reinventing himself. He's already not the wizard anymore. Now he is the Ocho. It's on his jacket. It's on his Instagram. It's a new persona. It's fucking insane that he's able to do this seamlessly and Madonna, not weird. Madonna it, of wrestling. Yeah. It, it, it's not like Conan going from like Shazam or the robot guy to Conan or <laughs> one, two, three kid to six or Shinobi <laughs> to Leaf Cassidy to Al Snow. These are seamless transitions of the same person just evolving. And I, I, I kind of, I, I'm with you on the ROH thing, man. Like, where is ROH? These are just belts. That's it. It was cool that they brought the CEO, owner, whoever the fuck that guy was in to commentate. Carrie Sullivan. Yeah. And the show was it was even Riccoboni was commentary and then it was Carrie Silk, Carrie Silkin, the former owner. Carrie yeah, Silkin, the godfather of ROH. Yeah, yeah he, he was pretty much uh, the founder of that. So, and then he sold it to Sinclair. And then from there, I think he was an alumni, but still was like a supporting cast behind the scenes. Joe Cobb. Joe Cobb. Then, yeah, Joe Cobb. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, right. I, I'm happy about it. But there's it. no physical ROH right now. They're not holding it. No, events. that's, that's no, only just, just random pay per views occasionally. Yeah. Randomly. Okay. Yeah. Like, at least even in Impact or TNA, it, they still have events and they coincide with AEW. And you can go between the two doors and defend belts in both. With ROH, it just seems like these are like the opener titles for AEW now. These are the IC belts and Euro belts and US belts. Um, and I get that they're trying to keep ROH alive. I don't know what's preventing its um, resurgence. Could be financial backing. Maybe Tony Khan isn't signing them checks yet because I heard he bought the company. Okay. So just did you just buy a library and some belts? So um, I would love to see Jericho defend that belt a few more times. Maybe go over there somewhere. He is a bigger name than Claudio Castagnoli, so maybe that's why they did it. Maybe they can put him on the card, sell a pay per view yeah. at their own arena. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I love the, dis the. I'm calling it the Ring of Dishonor now because that was it's <laughs> the first time that like you've had a dirty cheater win a belt like that, and the guy who runs yeah. the company. Like, this is astonishing. I don't like this. This isn't how this belt's supposed to be won. It's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly the character. So let's go. Also, the, the name, the Ocho, reminds me of Dodgeball. from uh, uh, ESPN. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah, yes, Ocho. ESPN 8, yeah. It's a risky yeah, move. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that. It's funny. 
Shout out to our boy, Park Street Wrestling Podcast. Real quick, Underground Temple, you said something I wanted to talk about here. Where was it? Uh, there you go. There it is. That one. Uh, Black Country Club members was at the top of the ramp and staring out FTR in the ring. So are we going to get like a Ring of Honor champions versus BCC champions match or something? That could be the new stadium stampede. I would be into it. Let's do it. That, that's what it looked like they were going at uh, Death Before the Signer because – if you get Jazz versus like FTR, Wardlow, and BCCC or whatever the big big black Hawks country club, that'd be great. I'd love it. Yeah. And again, shout out to Titles for the continuous Blackpool Cuckold Club. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kate nah. Mike, of course, Dan, and shout out to Underground Temple. And of course, we them once. But yes, go ahead. My apologies. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? No, that's go it. For it. Oh, no, no. The dude was going to say something, too. I don't know. Oh, no. I was going to say that. I agree with what uh, Clark Street's saying here. It's definitely going to further the story with Daniel Garcia, with um, him holding the pure title and Jericho holding the world title. I could even see them unifying those titles once again because um, there was a legendary, legendary, legendary matchup in Ring of Honor 2006. Nigel McGuinness versus Brian Danielson. Yes. I think the show's called United. It was in the U.K. Danielson was world champion. United we said, I think, one of those things. I forgot. I know what you're talking about. Dave was world champion. Nigel was pure champion. They were in a massive feud, and then they unified those titles. I think that that could be the route that they go with uh, Garcia and Jericho down the line. But, yeah, I also agree. Garcia's fucking reaction was priceless after I know. Uh, Jericho. <laughs> He's like, mm, like high five. You cheated. I'll give a high five. I'm so disappointed like, in you, man. Why do you have to cheat like that, man? I... I'm not mad about this move. I and you know I agree, especially like how director put it down very simply. It is it, it's true. Jericho's name is a more marketable than Casoni. It, it it's a fact. We know that. And putting and that's the I, we're all here waiting. Like Tony Khan, what are you doing? We're waiting for Ring of Honor. You could have yeah. used one of the YouTube channels. Get rid of either either darker or ele- get rid of elevation. Put their Ring of Honor. Or you know, or two doesn't matter. Anything just to get it going. Having Jericho, like the next, they're already in the plans. I think after full gear or before they're gonna do a Ring of Honor pay per view, and then you're gonna have Jericho. And I do like what Devin said on the comments that we might see, like you also you said that earlier, we might see Garcia and Jericho for you know for you to find a you know for belt for belt. And this is probably where we see Garcia going to BCC. He'll be the staple for Ring of Honor, along with Wheeler Yuta, and which I don't mind that. I I like this idea. I like the idea they put that Ring of Honor title on Jericho, and it makes a lot of more sense. And it will be marketable for sure because now you're gonna have us invested to tune in and see, yeah. you know. And I know like a lot of the Ring of Honor fans are not gonna be happy about it, but you, you have to understand this is a fresh start. For something this pissed a lot of people happen. off. I was I was seeing the comments. This pissed a lot of people off. But I oh, keep yeah. on telling them, like, you know, as much as people are going to be mad at this, I'm going to just put it this way. People are like, oh, but Claudio is in WWE. He's a big name too. But he was Cesaro. So he was you know, never, never, never held a world champion, was never a pay-per-view main by by raids. Exactly. Um, his merch was never through the roof. Uh, he, he's absolutely talented. No disrespect. It's not his fault that those things ever occurred for him. Exactly. But yeah, also imagine like I said, when you're talking to a casual fan who doesn't know, and you say, oh, check out Ring of Honor. Who's their champion? 
oh, Claudio Castagnoli, that, that's Cesaro, but it's his real name now he's going by, and he used to – that's too much to explain. You just say Chris Jericho. It's a hard, like, name, oh, a hard name to say, too. Exactly. I had to, like, stare at it to say it right. You say, you say Chris <laughs> Jericho. Chris Jericho is a marketable name, household name, and it's easier to, you know, get Man, behind that. Went with Claudio. People, people are going to – this is the time we'll tell that the heel is who you'd want to have the belt, so he's chased. Once the good guy has the belt, the movie's fucking over. Yeah. yeah. Very, That's true. Very true. Sequel. You know, so like. I like that psychology too. It's like, it's, it's, just, it's so basic in human instinct that you're going to tune in to watch Jericho lose. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't. And then you're going to tune in to watch him lose. And then he doesn't. And you there you go. The fan that tunes you in every week. To get their revenge to, to yeah, watch. Exactly. That's why MJF is so over. Is because people tune in every week to watch him lose. Yeah. Shout out Nick. Shout out. Shout out uh, he was there last night the too. Fanatics. Shout out to the Ring Fanatics. He was there, of course. Orange Run Sensor. Final battle. There he goes. December. I guess it's after. Uh, Jericho Dynasty World Title of TR. Maybe, yeah, we could see that happening too. Maybe the next event. Some of the reason why they gave Jericho to be, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. Because there was, I mean, because he had the, yeah, because he was the first bad guy in the company. And <laughs> if Moxley had it, then you wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree 100%. Now let's move on to the next matchup, another title matchup here, and that is, of course, for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Of course, you had Swerving Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. Scissor me, Daddy! Scissor me! I love that. I can't believe that Billy Gunn. That shit got so fucking over. He's so over. He's over as ever, and I love every second of it. He, I just can't. I'm so, I don't know how to say this. I'm so proud of Billy Gunn. Like, for just being able to just be himself and to find this version that's still badass Billy Gunn. This is as DX as he's ever been. Exactly. That's very true. You know what? These are, I mean, uh, are the new, new age outlaws. And they have opening catchphrases. They have sing-alongs. They have rap-alongs. They have hand signals. They do the chop. They got Billy Gunn in their corner. This is a beautiful – I'm so in love with this trio. Oh, I man. love it too. This is a real AEW success story because these guys weren't even a team before AEW. Tony Khan put them together. So this yeah. was a real success story for AEW. And they Absolutely. were so under the radar. They were buried in the mix of like Top Flight and 2.0 yeah. and uh, Private Party. And like when dude, a bunch of indie darlings coming up, and you're like, well, I don't know how to associate. Like then you had like the Young Bucks <laughs> and bigger tag teams. Yeah. And you're just like, Who, who's going who's gonna to be the breakout homegrown tag team talent? It was the acclaimed. Exactly. Right. I just want to say to Underground Temple, you know, because of my rap group, they a lot of people who aren't necessarily wrestling fans tune into this, and I always have to explain what Scissor Me Daddy Ass means, and it's always don't very awkward. It. Oh, so, it it's always very awkward. This is the A. The A in acclaimed yeah. is a scissor, and that's it. And then this is yeah. lesbian sex, and then he's badass <laughs> Billy Gunn. I was gonna say. It's a lot more sexual than that. I'm glad you said it. Well, it's, it's a bit pretty fucking easy, man. <laughs> and of course, the outcome of that, we did, of course, crown new tag team champions. The acclaim. Congratulations, of course, to Mass Caster and Bowens. Well deserved. Uh, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be the bad guy right here. People are gonna get pissed off. I am happy that they won. However, I, I did say. What I said last week on the show, this Tony Khan dropped the ball on this one. This mm. is why I reason why I say this because it made it too obvious that they were going to win. 
This is a catch. Why why can't he fucking wait for like at least three more minutes before the pop, the confetti come out? Because that made it too fucking obvious. And, and it was, was pink. A, and it was pink. It was so pink. I'm telling you. It, yeah. I said this last week on the show. If he would have gave it to them all out, it would have made a lot more sense. Because right here, you could get heat having Swerve in our glory, regaining it back, and then taking the trilogy at full gear. This is this is why I mean, because it made it, it was too obvious that they were going to give it to him. It, it, he had no choice, because he knew he made a mistake, went out like, oh, I should have given it to him all out. Hell yeah, you should have. Because right there would have been the major pop, and we would have been talking about it, maybe still, even besides the whole bullshit over there, but Still, it, you know, regardless, that would have been a great moment for you know for the acclaim. I'm not saying yeah. this was a bad moment for them. I enjoyed it. Happy the World Cup of botches, but it, it's okay, okay. I got you. I got you on this. I did the research, motherfucker. Okay, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. Look, the debate is on. Let's go. Oh, man. So, I love earlier <laughs> earlier in earlier in the day. I had to find out who Arthur Ashe was. Uh, Delorean, you're from New York. You may or may not know who's a very famous African American tennis player. The arena is named after him. So a lot of times when a championship is won by a team like the Acclaim, it's done in their hometown. Max Caster's from Long Island. Anthony Bowen's from New Jersey. That's why they did it there. Always look at the tour dates. That's why they did it. And now it makes sense to me, Ivan. That's that's how I feel. They were were waiting for it to happen as close to their United hometown uh i don't know exactly know where arthur ash arena is queens it's in queens which is closer yeah. to long island than jersey for sure so yeah. i feel like the answer to why they didn't do it at the pay-per-view was they wanted it to happen in their hometown or their home yeah. region i mean yeah like i said it's fine I'm, as i was doing the research i'm like oh shit anthony bowen's jersey how funny <laughs> would it be if caster was from new york and boom uh he is nah, from yeah. rockville center but and also, and shout out I don't to think Yeah. Because, my apologies. I'm saying very brief, like underground, but I how he worded here, but I'm going to say first ever um, homosexual, pretty much uh, world champion in professional what? wrestling. What's that? What just happened? Uh, here, Who is? Homosexual male. Uh, Bowens. Bowens. Oh, Bowens. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Doesn't affect yeah, anything. But it's. It's first time in pro wrestling. Representation, though, for representation. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I was going to say Darren Patterson. Darren Young. Darren Young, too. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, no. So, to be fair about Pat Patterson, no offense, Pat Patterson. No, no offense. Like, I don't even know I said that. Pat Patterson didn't come out until he was retired. Yeah. That's because the locker room was so fucking toxic. You're to death. And that's fucked. If we were talking about but, retired, because also Chris Canyon was a uh, WCW well, TV type. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's true. I didn't even, like, the Chris Canyon thing came out, like, way, way, after, way yeah. after his retirement, which is unfortunate that even in the Attitude Era with which he was prominent, he was not comfortable coming out. The Pat Patterson yeah. thing, knowing the horror stories, that if he knew he came out, he probably would have been a victim of hate crime. Yeah. Unfucking fortunate, rest yeah. in peace. He, he passed, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, yeah, Darren Young um, – Obviously, one of the first major wrestlers to come out and to have tag titles in a major company, and also African American, so he's a double minority. Same thing for Bowens. Awesome, good for him. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm really happy. We're really definitely the first in uh, AEW for sure. Yeah, yeah first in AEW. Yeah, that's what I meant. So well, now hold on. Now, now I don't know. What American, he heard G hit Sunny Sunny Kiss. No, 
Sonny didn't Sonny win the chapter. Sonny Kiss is definitely gender fluid, and I don't know the orientation of Nyla Rhodes. Mm. So oh, if yeah, you want to say the first – Sonny hasn't won a championship, and then Kenny Omega, you know, you could technically fight. You could fit. You could whittle it down if you care about labels like that. But you could say yeah. the first cisgendered male gay person would yeah. be Bowens. But there's a yeah. I mean, good for him, no matter what. It doesn't it doesn't affect who he is as a person. It's a very brave thing to do, and um, I, I, I don't love him any more or any less because he's a good guy and fantastic wrestler, talented on the fucking mic, but. De Niro, you were saying? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, I, I forgot. Well, big time to remember. I'm gonna. I gotta go with this. So, whenever there's something that some people you say, oh, that it should have been here, or they should have been the championship. I think yeah. one of the great things with AEW or having that other organization that isn't WWE is what you have to do is you just have to ask yourself what would Vin, what would have Vince done if, if he was presented with these options. And I have a feeling he wouldn't pull the trigger on them until like four years later. And then it already <laughs> missed the opportunity. It cools down. Yeah. yeah. He would, he would miss the opportunity by miles. So if, if Vince was in the situation, he had a group like the Acclaim that was over, that rap, that the kids loved. And not only would he delay it by one pay-per-view, he would de- – yeah, he would delay it by multiple years. So always just ask yourself, whenever there's something some people like, some other people like, everybody likes, whatever, just always ask yourself, what would Vince do? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I didn't do the opposite. Pal. What should I do, pal? But I'll tell you what. what I think I remember kind of what I was thinking before also. I don't think that Tony Khan expected the acclaim to get that type of pop at all out as well. So I feel like he had to capitalize on the acclaim that as the iron was still hot. It just so happened that they were coming to New York, which is like uh, Chris said, both, like near both of their hometowns. So I think that it was smart for them to win just because the iron is hot with them. People want to see the acclaim. They say, they say everybody loves the acclaim and it's true. Like yeah. my girl is like such a big fan of the acclaim. But just like, you know, just to be devil's advocate, like what you said, uh, Ivan, she she mentioned the same thing, too. She was like, oh, well, why did they get confetti that's pink? Like, wouldn't it be more believable if it was like a, you know, a neutral color that didn't associate with one of the teams? So it wasn't like, you know, we expected the acclaim to win because there's going to be no confetti if uh, if Swerving Our Glory won and it definitely would have been pink. So it was a little confusing, I guess, for someone who's not watching wrestling like that all the time. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like you know, it's the Sony thing. I enjoyed it, but overall, it was just Sony. It was just too obvious. We that we pop thought, was crazy though. That I, I, I was happy for that. Crazy. The whole chat, this or me, daddy ass. I'm like, Jesus, man. Hey, shout out, man, and you know, shout out once again to Ring Fanatics because they were there. Yeah. I love um, when they always put the the whole chant like within uh Seven Nation Army. So oh, yes. they, they're like, Scissor me, daddy. <laughs> Oh, it's a hard, that's a hard rhythm to, to syllable that to, but yeah, they figured it out. They made it work. The, the, yeah, the, the, drag out the the symbols, right? And, oh, and uh, well, Dan said, "I'm Cage Mike." Let's not forget, it was supposed to be the acclaim versus the Hardys, but this jumping suspended caused all crazy with the Bucks t- taking the title, not having Swerve. Okay, that could be the case, but uh. We don't know. Guess you could ask yourself what would have happened if if the Hardys were out of the picture. Like, what do you think Keith and uh, Keith Lee and Swerve would be doing? Feuding with each other. Probably. Feuding with each other. Like Swerve was going to be turning on them. Yeah, agreed. 
I mean, shout out to Fabulous and DJ Who Kid, who was also part of this match as well. That is right. Fabulous, uh, bringing it back, man. Well, it back. Any, any final thoughts of the, the matchup? I mean, I think we all already got kind of into it, but I don't know. It, round Robin, very brief. Anybody want to talk about the match? We, I mean, we talked about the celebrations. That's right, Sean. We talk about the match, though. The storyline yeah. in this bag, the storyline amongst this has always been Swerve and Keith Lee accidentally hitting each other and botching into each other. That's been their entire tag career. It happens every match. It's deliberate. Uh, we are most definitely going to get them feuding against each other. It's just a matter of which one of them is going to be the heel, and that has to be established soon. Because um, that's just that's why else would you have that storyline? I feel like Swerve is more towards like that heel role right now, and Keith yeah, Lee. I think like people. I think people want to. People want to instinctively cheer for Keith Lee, but they can't because of Swerve. Yeah. Like, basically, that's all. I, what it comes down to is, you know, they want. Yeah. He's always going to be the big good guy, and uh, Swerve is definitely much better at being the asshole. Good point. Yeah. Yes, Mike the Nero, anything else you was going to add to that? Um, I'll just say real quick. I I enjoyed the matchup. The matchup was great, but. I feel like the celebration, the pops, the entrances were a lot better. And just the moment, like, oh, I see a lot of people saying, oh, there was so many botches and the match wasn't so good. It's like, but just enjoy the moment. Like, enjoy wrestling. That was right. a great moment. That was great for them. Forget how if, oh, Max Caster slipped off the top rope. Fuck that. Like, it was a great moment for them. So it was a, it's I, a great I definitely moment enjoyed for it. New York City, baby. I might as well, yeah, like, I, I should have dressed up as Billy Joel and started singing New York State <laughs> I'm in a new Shout out with Marlo. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I, me too. The only thing botched was the camera. I was it. But other than that, I really enjoyed everything. It wasn't anything wrong with it, especially how the finish was awesome. I like how that, that, I don't know, like a Unagi, you're an Ari slam. I don't know what the hell was that, but I was just very impressed. Uh, oh, overall, I, for the finish, yeah, that was like yeah. a belly, a belly into a rock, into a box. Rock yeah, rock. right. That's what it was, yeah. right? But I was like, no. it was like a belly to belly into like the side effect. I think, right? He had him up, and then he said, yeah. "I have the watch again." But yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was yeah, like it was a nasty. Belly. Yeah. I like yeah. that finish. I really did. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Very that unique. was awesome. What about you, Matt? Cows? Even any, any final words? Any final thoughts on this one before moving? Just on? the Billy Joel stuff. I, I want to end it with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do like what Underground Temple said. Imagine the UK crowd. Oh, that'd be so. Oh, that would be sick. I would love that. AEW needs to go to the UK. That would be oh insane. Oh my god, hell yeah! And you know, yes. I want them in the UK. I want them in San Francisco. I want them in Seattle, and I want them in Honolulu. I want that'd be cool, too. That that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, and very brief. Now we're. Coincidentally, after the match, we get this segment very quick. I mean, we got the art in the gun club. And, I mean, it looks like we're heading into that direction, which I really like because now I like what Stokely said last week. All right, you guys are going to go for these tag team titles. But he didn't say which one. Did he say the AEW one or the Ring of Honor or New Japan or AAA? But I like the fact how they came in and pretty much mocked FTR. And I think this is going to be for probably the Ring of Honor, in my opinion. I think maybe this is going to be the Ring of Honor tag team titles. But I like this, though. I really uh, – and one thing to remind everybody, if you go back and look at the tag match they had with FTR and Gun Club, it was fantastic. FTR put them over, uh, even though they, even though the Gun Club lost. But FTR really made them look good. And, I, and I'm looking forward to seeing this feud. I'm excited, actually, to be honest. I'm really invested with, the, you know, how they're going to put – 
the gun club more open for the FTR. And, and it's about time we see FTR doing something too. So I'm really happy to re- see them back, you know, on vision. Hopefully we see something happening down the line. And man, I, I'm really stoked, really excited. So I'll take it to the director on this segment. Are you excited for this uh, future upcoming storyline or you're just waiting to see what happens? Uh, I'll wait and see. Um, I'm not excited by the gun club right now. Um, I mean, they're just playing the typical twerp douchebags and I get it. Um, it's just old. It's just every 10 years, these characters show up. So, but then also every 10 years, FTR shows up. So we'll see how it plays out <laughs> and we'll see what titles they go for. Um, probably the ring of honor titles. Um, yeah. That's it. It was it was a thirty second segment, and I don't want to spend more time talking about it than the segment lasted. <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead. All right, my callus. I mean, you guys. I mean, I mean myself. You guys can each take thirty seconds, but I don't need more than that. If they go, so if they go for the AAA titles, that would be good experience for them. You know, they're they're still young. They got give them as much worldly experience as possible, and then they go to Mexico and they could become uh, chicos culos, something culo. <laughs> <laughs> Why chicos culos? No, he's... boys. What's, what's boys? Niños? Niños? Los niños culos? Yeah, los, los niños culos. culos. <laughs> that's that's right, right? You got it right. I'm not saying the the firma culos. Like, <laughs> oh my god! No, not the firm ass. Not, not the firm ass. Yeah, they're the firm ass, man. Oh, I, love it. I love it. I hate it. I love that you said it, but I hate that it happened. It had to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the best. And it's so good that they're heels because if they're baby faces, they're not. I don't think that chant's gonna catch on. But if I'm if I'm at an event, I'm gonna start that chant, and it's gonna like <laughs> they'll be done. <laughs> it's, it's just like the dynamic dudes, and you know, talking about with the dynamic dudes. At the WCW, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Johnny Ace and uh, and Shane Shane Douglas, you know, I was like, I'm gonna go Shane Douglas. Jesus Christ! Our franchise fans don't talk about right. those times. Don't talk about this. <laughs> we don't talk about the dynamic dudes. <laughs> Tag team history. Like I'm, I'm literally all right, all right, all right. This is gonna be funny, but check this out. I'm literally. Uh, where is my OBS? I'm literally in the back, like before the show, was watching um a Johnny Ace versus RKO versus Ace Crutcher <laughs> highlight reel. Oh man, so it's, it's pretty on brand with the the dynamic duo. Dude. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> it's a different list, it. but the Ace Crusher beats all the RKOs and Diamond Cutters in the world. Firm ass boys. Firm ass. Firm ass. Firm ass. Jesus, all over the world. Dinner, um, I think they'll definitely be going for the Ring of Honor titles. I can't see them in uh, New Japan. Like, imagine the Gun Club in the World Tag League. Like, I mean, I think that it would be actually a good experience for them to go out to New Japan and like maybe like Mexico, wrestle like that Mexico, style yeah. and learn a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I was about to make fun of it until I said it. I was like, well, actually, no, that's actually pretty cool. But um, to be honest, I don't think that they should be feuding with FCR right now just because they're in the firm. They are now established in a 
heel faction. And then, you know, FTR is probably going to like destroy these boys. So I think that, you yeah. know, maybe not at this moment, because especially if you want them to be built back up after their feud with the acclaimed, have them go after, you know, fuck the titles right now. They don't deserve any tag titles. Like they've lost every but fucking match that I've seen them all in. over the world. So they need the yeah. experience. Not only that, but like go against some of the like smaller tag teams, like have them face some of the like the more like mid card tag teams and start building their name back up. I would know every match they have been in a DQ interference, so that's gonna happen for the next couple of weeks. Oh, I mean, yeah, because they're very healish. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad about it. Cast running in to help them. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna be happening. Yeah. And speaking of big cast, you want to talk about that? Let's just get into this. Oh, big ass. He's big ass. They. they No, 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 big ass. No, big ass. Did you know that? This that's is why you're 69 for a reason. <laughs> Did you know that that's what's going on on Twitter for W. Morrissey? They're trying to. They're trying to yeah. yeah, they're trying to make that a thing too. That'll be the trio name for uh, the Gun Club and yeah. W. Morrissey. Big ass club. 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 Big Man, MGM gets a pop everywhere he goes. And this one, of course, New York is the hometown for MGF. But I like how Yuta, he tried. I was waiting for him to go personal when he brought up his fiance, but he didn't. He stepped back. He held himself back saying anything else. But, I mean, the one thing, I'm sorry, man. I love you, Tony Schiavone, but, man, you got punked, man. You got punked. My MG, don't touch me, don't fucking touch me. Like, he literally pushed Tony Schiavone. I was like, oh, my God. I've never seen Tony Schiavone get punked like that. I think it's been a while. Not Tony. NWO never did that to Tony back in the day? No. They never did. I don't recall none of that. The only one that ever happened was the Bishop, but I remember that was it. That was, you know, heading towards the NWO birth. But other than that, I never seen nobody else. Bishop took a couple of diamond cutters for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but now we see W. Morrissey come out of course as helping MJF. I think this is a beginning that we're gonna get, which we'll get to the main event. But this is the beginning of BCC versus versus the the faction firm. I think I think this is what we're gonna get. I mean, very brief. I mean, do you feel the same way, Dinero? Do you feel the same way? No, yeah, I definitely see that this is the start of uh, MJF probably trying to run through everyone in the BCC to get to Moxley now. Um, sorry if I spoiled it for anyone who didn't watch the show, but you know, why, why would they be watching this? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the review be, from Circle the Big. Why would they be mad at the spoiler on the spoiler only show? <laughs> but no <laughs> rampage spoilers, motherfuckers. No, no rampage spoilers. spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> nah, but um, all I know is it just sounded like Wheeler Yuta was outclassed by MJF. He was not on MJF's level on the mic. And it, I don't know if that was by design, but MJF just ate him alive on the mic. I think that the matchup between these two could be very good, though. Um, I believe they actually had a match. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was like the early uh, MLW re- return days because really Yuta was a part of MLW, I believe, right? He was uh, him in a uh, very short time. I believe he had a little match with um, MJF and he was feuding with the Dynasty, I think, at the time. So, yeah. yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, that was a good matchup. I think even better now because Wheeler Yuta definitely is, like, growing into his own. MJF is really good right now. So that would be great. Um, 
But yeah, I think that MJF is just going to be feuding with the BCC and basically having the firm by his side. And we'll see that feud until MJF gets to the title shot that he wants. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Matt Callis, do you feel the same? So one of the things, there's a lot of very interesting things. And, you know, I could play the alternate history games. Yeah, big firm ass club. You know, like I was saying. Oh, my God. But, hey, we got some more really bad nicknames, too. So, I mean, it's the Big Firm Ass Club versus, you know, the the Blackpool Cuckold Club, as MJF called it. Yeah. So, like, it's it's basically like take no prisoners, great mudslinging verbally, mentally, physically, all of it. You know, I think one of the things uh, – I think Wheeler shouldn't have been afraid to be – the heel in the town he shouldn't be afraid to be Shawn michaels in montreal he shouldn't be afraid to be bret hart in texas you know because like he knows that no matter what they're not going to cheer for him so he should just like hey you know what it's a tweener thing if he just started dissing new york i think that would have been kind of i think i would have i think that would have been kind of cool and brave on his part if he's like well you know mjf you know you suck worse than the yankees and you know whatever you know he could do something like that you suck worse than that'd be very inaccurate because the yankees and the mets are killing right now so shout oh, out there you go <laughs> exactly oh yeah hey that's awesome you can go for the next yeah I'm, I'm all about that that era yeah joe tory is a man let's, let's oh go. yeah hell yeah so it's Probably. like a he could, he could go for a lot of things like like because he's not the hometown hero. That ain't that. Well, I don't. I forgot what city he's from, but he's not from New York. Wheeler, 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 you know? Yeah. No, no, uh, yeah, MJF. MJF's from Long Island. No, oh, yeah, MJF is. Uh, but Wheeler, Utah. Wheeler is from Pennsylvania. He is in enemy territory for sure. Oh, yeah. definitely. He's he's a Philly he fuck. If you ask so. Conan and Disco Inferno, they call him Wheeler Utah. So maybe. I would think that he was from Utah. Utah, <laughs> give me two. He is a Steel City for sure. So I holy I think- shit! I just found out that's not his real name. What? His real name is Paul Gruber. Fucking yep. definitely change it. Yep. Really, Utah. Really, <laughs> Utah's not that far behind that though. That's not really a good. Really, Utah's still pretty fucking it bad. Is- I, 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 don't know, I, I, mean, I would prefer Yuna than Gruber, I think. MJF I wonder where the there's gotta be a story behind that name, and I would love to find out, but I'll do that on my own time. The so I, I think we I think Wheeler just needs to not be afraid to trash talk pretty nasty. Just get a little bit nastier next time. I, I mean I get to when he mentioned his fiance and said, but yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Why the fuck I did mean, he like, mention it then? I think some New York stuff would have been good though, you know. So, I mean, then again, it's like CM Punk took all the good stuff, like the Rosie O'Donnell and You're My Sunshine, and you know, all. I think somebody else did the You Are My Sunshine, you know, because that's that's the song MJ. Like some, there's an indie video of a wrestler beating up MJF while singing You Are My Sunshine to him. (laughs) You're my sunshine, my only sunshine. Uh, Director, how do you feel about this one? What the fuck was the plan for this segment? <laughs> what were they trying to me off guard. Yeah, <laughs> this was a bad. Like, what was the end goal? Was this supposed to put Wheeler over? Because uh, first of all, 
Wheeler Yuta, and I will always say this, makes Steve Blackman look like the rock on the mic. Um, MJF in near his hometown on the microphone. You're not winning the fans over against MJF in any town. No. And you're and they, Wheeler was like, I got something that's going to make you look more like a bad guy, and I'm going to come out of this the hero. Was that the plan? And then you attack the dude's wife? How was that the plan? Was this supposed to make Wheeler look tough or better on the mic or anything or the good guy or the sympathetic hero? It did nothing for me. I don't. This is Wheeler taking I one for the rest. He took one for the team. <laughs> anybody yeah. could have come. You could have put Sadio out and he would have gotten fucking booed. You could have put anybody but maybe Mox. Mox probably would have definitely gotten booed out there for sure. Mm. It just was, it didn't put anyone over and it kept MJF level. It didn't hurt MJF, but it definitely didn't help Wheeler at all. I don't understand. And yeah, they're setting up MJF versus Wheeler while MJF still has the chip. Why would he take that fight? Why would he have to fight this guy for an ROH title when he has the the chip? That's small. It's, it's, they said like one of the lines Wheeler said was like low hanging fruit, I think, which means like you pick easy battles. Yeah, he's not picking you. I mean, he's going to send the firm after him, like he did, and that's I just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. His, his retainer. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he will. Really? Is he gonna, really? And then hold that belt, and then beat Mox for the belt, and have two belts. Like that'll be cool. That's the only thing I could think of. And then this Shivani thing. Okay, so I don't like this attack Shivani. Like. Shivani is a gem. I got a soft spot for the guy. He takes 20 years off and comes back and is still one of the best in the business. Like, you can talk shit to him. You can say words. Like, and obviously he agreed to take the bump, but don't. Don't bump him. Just let him be. MGF didn't need to do that. Yeah, it was cheap. It was so cheap. It It was like, it was. Too, it was too much effort for too little result. He already had the heat. He could have just said, shut up, Shivoni, and then you would have gotten the same amount of heat. You didn't need to hit him. That's my yeah. thoughts. Yeah. No, no one won. No no one came out of this a better person or a, a, a bigger heat magnet or a better hero in this segment. Yeah. I think he was just yeah. really trying to get booed, but you're not going it to get the now. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, Simon. <laughs> Right here with Jade Cargill and the baddies. First and foremost, Tony, cut the shit. First and foremost, Tony, cut the shit. Tony, cut the shit. Cut, 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 cut the shit. Tony. I love that. That's a good angle. I love they censored it this time. They 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 used audience noise to censor it. I'm like, why? Yeah, when they censored it, I was like, really? Come on. Oh, yeah. Again, all the one by one. Remember, but yeah. Oh, I mean, let's talk about. It. I guess uh, I'm gonna De Niro take this one briefly. But the, I don't honestly, there's not much to talk about this segment. From, and that's of course the Trina showing up. Of course, she's a legend yeah. of hip hop industry for sure. But man, Diamante, I honestly, you know what I thought? I said last week I thought it was gonna be. I honestly thought she was gonna bring, uh. Who did, I, who did I thought? Two girls. I think one that I thought one was. One cup! <laughs> Couldn't resist. 
That's my line. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, that's my line. You can't, you can't take me places, brother. Oh man. Can't take us anywhere. That was, that was my line, Chris. That was my line. Never thought I'd talk about two girls, one cup on this show. I I did a guitar (laughs) solo of that video. I remember my friend just sent me a link with no title and I clicked it and I am forever scarred. But E. coli poisoning. Oh my god. Go ahead, Daryl. Take that. My favorite thing away. is people found out that was fake and they were mad about it. Yeah, why would you want it to be real? Like the fuck? <laughs> that's still dare you not really eat shit. There's still E. coli poisoning. <laughs> yeah, probably. Your esophagus. Yeah. So Trina, huh? <laughs> Trina is Yeah, a, she's a rapper, but also Yeah, she's a rapper she signed like, to uh, I mean, I hope she's not signed full time. She seemed pretty bland here. But uh, Trina, former uh, artist with Def Jam Records, also with uh, No Limits and on uh, Atlantic Records. She, she was on No Limit? Okay. Dang. I for a very short time. Yeah, definitely Master for a short P time. No Limit Soldiers? Uh-huh. And shout out House of Glory Wrestling, now owned by Master P, which is you dope. Say, oh. <laughs> but um, she had Bow-Wow. songs like... Or no, no, Bow Wow. What's Master Romeo. P's name? Little Romeo. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if anyone remembers the song Pull Over. That was Trina. Uh, I believe it was like her biggest hit, but she was more of like a one-hit wonder. I mean, if you want to get like a big hip-hop name that was a female, I know WWE been trying to get Cardi B. Cardi B is local in New York. That would have been a big pickup for them just to show her. That fucking that Twitter beat she had, though, was so cringe. Which one? It was so bad, I forgot. She had it with Rousey, right? Oh, um... Mm-hmm. No, it Which was the, uh, the Cardi B it got was, into that assignment that she thought. Uh, what's her name? Evans. What's her name again? First name. The one that. Uh, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. Lacey Evans. She got into it Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans was like, oh. Or Cardi B. She, I, I, she, I, she doesn't. She doesn't even know if she was working or shooting, which was the funny part about it. Exactly. Like I think she yeah. was trying to generate heat, but I think that she didn't know that the heat was fake. Like she didn't know the difference between work and shoot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, and the, Lacey the problem, Evans is legit. Lacey Evans was full kayfabe no, mode, and and then you had Cardi B like this bitch, and it was like, yo, relax, it's kayfabe. But the thing is, it's yeah, like yo, Lacey shot. Evans has literally, literally killed people. Like yeah. she has a body count. It's fucking. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Like I'm not fucking with Lacey Evans ever. And Cardi B's a fake blood, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Anyway, so. <laughs> So, burn. I, wait till you guys wait for my hot takes. Wait for my hot takes. Oh my <laughs> god! Here as the show goes on, I, guys. I swear, I'm gonna be on a woman. Oh my god! This is a, <laughs> a story. <laughs> my my only thing with AEW is like you know when you bring in these celebrities or bring in like these like guests like and they build them up and then you bring out people like Trina like. All due respect to Trina, like I said, I'm I'm in hip hop, I'm in that world, and I always respect like those who came before me. But Trina was never really that big of a deal, so to say oh, I'm bringing the baddest bitch and it's Trina, it's like, ugh, you know what I mean? That's like bringing out Fabulous. Like I love Fabulous, but when was the last time Fabulous been fucking relevant? You know what I mean? Like I understand having Action Bronson because he's doing the song for a hook, but he's got me, his cooking channel on YouTube. That I got canceled it. too. No, <laughs> it got canceled. Yeah, yeah. I but, love uh, it. Really, Bronson's literally one of the best chefs in the world. That's wild. You know, yeah, I love, I love his cooking. 
I, I don't know if it, the YouTube got canceled, but I think uh, his show, he had like the cooking show on Vice that got canceled. But um, yeah, I, I just feel like AEW does have the money if they did want to bring in the celebrity or like the guest rappers to bring in the guest rappers. If you're in New York, I should I would be looking at who's the biggest rappers now, in New York right now. And now, it's like what? I'm gonna get guess what I'm gonna get bring me to the ring. I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna get mystical. <laughs> ah, that's a bad move. Bad. <laughs> a lot of trouble right now. Mystical, yeah, like the jam. I'm with Matt's over I'm here talking about Bobby Schmurda and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, Pop Smoke. Let, let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but yeah. Uh, Trina. Shout out to Trina, but, yeah. Shout out, yeah. I respect her, but. But so is she, oh, is she, is she here to just. She's not wrestling, right? She's not next in line for Jake nah. Cargill? No. Yeah. Okay. That's what it when you say like bad person, is like, big, I'm thinking it's a wrestler. I, I didn't think you're gonna bring out Trina. I thought she was gonna bring out Jazz. Like I thought that's I thought what I thought too. Jazz, like, I thought Jazz. Jazz is that that the bitch is back, and it's like I thought Jazz, or I thought you know somebody else who was going to be able to be in the ring. Like Trina bringing out a rapper, I thought that was a bit of a letdown because it wasn't. Yeah, that doesn't oh, make well, sense. As far as yeah, like, Diamante didn't say, "Oh, I'm bringing out a rapper." You can't be like I'm the best wrestler in the world, but I'm not a wrestler in Iraq. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if if I, I, I we'll see. Jazz, man, if that would have been. Uh, this is what I thought it was going to be Mercedes and Jazz. Mercedes would have been a great idea. Yeah. Too. Where is Mercedes she? Mercedes Martinez and Jazz. Woo! That would have made more sense right there. You know, but, people forget Jazz was actually in AEW. Yeah. Or Shell, like Shell's back doing shit, right? Uh, is she active again? I don't she's know. If she's not active. active. No, yeah. she's doing her. She's been she's been posting more. I know she takes her hiatuses off for her well being, but then it'll, she comes back and she does a couple matches and then mm. you know takes a break. So I, I saw her act recently. I just didn't know if it was in the ring or just doing signings. No, just but that uh, would be she's, tomorrow. Fucking tore it up. No, she'll be this Saturday at the LAX Fan Fest, of course. Oh, wow. For all your so fans, I saw. So I thought maybe, she will be I there she signing back in the ring. Yeah, how sick would that be though? She gets she gets back to where she needs to be to be back in the ring. That'd be sick. I love yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I, I get you, Dan. That she's just not from New York, but I mean, neither is Trina. What, Trina's from Miami. Trina's Miami. I yeah. mean, Victoria? No, not Victoria. But all right, enough of that one. Let's move on now with the another championship matchup here and that is for the mid-atlantic championship of course we had pop versus orange cassidy and of course pop cheated great match overall though but then he cheated towards the end and he grabbed the, of course the ring bell the hammer hits of course orange cassidy and picks up with the win um i don't know asking in his heel or face but Every time when you see Death Triangle, where does Pac comes out? The heel side. Where do you see Phoenix? The face side. Where do you see Penta in the middle? Because he could be either way. He could be good and evil. That's why you ask Penta Dark and the regular original Penta. Depends on what Pac's always been a heel. Yeah. Pac's always been a heel. He's never been a, a face at all. You know, he can't. Yeah, he's he, the he, master. He, yeah. He's no, the buster. But, Aaron, Aaron Neville or whatever he was before he was. Adrian, Adrian Neville. Neville. <laughs> Adrian Neville. <laughs> not Aaron Neville. 
not the singer from the eighties. Um, <laughs> this guy, this guy, he was he was a good guy. He, when he was a superhero with the cape and shit, he was a good guy until yeah, until the Austin Aries thing. Well, because they were trying to make him like the Mighty Mouse. That's what we're trying to make him be, like the oh, Mighty fuck, Mouse. Man, when I heard that for that the first time, like, why the fuck? First of all, who thinks of a wrestler and be like, I want a Mighty Mouse character as a wrestler, like? This is why Vince had to go away like years ago. Did, did, you, did you really ask, <laughs> Vince, really ask me that? Like, Vince was like, make him a cartoon. He's like, he's on his couch, just sleeping. How do you look at Pac and be like, Mighty Mouse? It's all in the ears. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right? We make movies. We don't make movies. We don't make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he wanted that. Aggression. Of a mighty, mighty mouse. mouse. That's mighty mighty mouse at all. Vince <laughs> he, 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 was a little kid, of course. You know, he still is a little kid. He's, well, <laughs> right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doing uh, doing things that, man, I was a teenager. Doing. But, man, overall, this matchup, this matchup was fantastic. I enjoyed it. I don't know where, it's, where direction going to head with. So we're going to see a rematch. We'll be at full gear. Not quite sure. But whatever it is, I'm happy. But one thing I didn't mention last week myself, I want Pac to lose it to Ethan Page in Toronto. That's what I want. Damn it, TK. I don't give a damn what you say. Please make it happen. Please. Give me what I want. That's what I want. Because then you're going to give Ethan Page in the first title for the firm to have the, uh, the all-elected. Why not? I will not be disappointed with that. So, Director, talk to us about this match. And of course, yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy's very first match, official one on ones match in AEW, I do believe was against Puck because he was doing the thing where he didn't move very much, obviously. And then for like the first half of the match, am I correct? I think I'm pretty correct on that. No, yeah, that was. Uh, and Puck obviously won that match, but it was the first time you got to the AEW crowd. He didn't know Orange Cassidy, who for the first couple months was just standing still doing the cool little. I don't care shit. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the match, he turns it on, goes super fast. And everyone's like, what the fuck? This guy can wrestle? I thought he was just the guy that did this all the time. Um, so the history is that Pac has always beaten him. Pac also doesn't cheat. As far as I can remember, he doesn't need to cheat and he doesn't cheat. So in a way, I think this is a protected loss because each time Orange Cassidy fights Pac, he's a little closer to winning in Pac's mind. So he had to take that out to set up for when Orange Cassidy finally does beat Pac. This is the Tommy Dreamer Raven moment where his whole Mm -hmm. career, Orange Cassidy just can't get her done. And I think this is leading up to Orange Cassidy getting that rematch and winning that title. There's no other reason Pac Pac would have cheated. So you you wouldn't give it to Ethan? You wouldn't give it to Ethan? You can't have a heel beat a heel. And if you cheat to win, you're a heel. Pockets is the bastard. You just can't do that. You can't have the heel-to-heel title transference like that. The storyline is Orange Cassidy. That's what's going to pop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not disagreeing there, but I was just asking him, I mean, would you – I'm just saying Ethan Page is – Ethan is going to win something down the line. Um, and the, the, the dynamic in the storyline isn't set up yet, though. I get you. Tupac, because uh, he has I mean, two belts. No. I get it. Yeah, Tupac, man, Tupac. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just how I feel. It was a good match, and find another time that Pac has cheated to win with weapons like that. I can't think of any. 
He doesn't need to. And he thought he was going to lose, so he did because Orange Cassidy is just getting that much closer to beating him. And then there's going to be a third match, and that's going to be it. Yeah, good point. definitely a good point. Absolutely. I agree. I can't disagree with you. Matt Callis. Guys, we forgot about the X factor in this, and that's Kip Sabian. You know. <laughs> Why? He wasn't even there. He wasn't there. Wasn't there. That feud is done. Bruce Pritchard really? wasn't there. Yeah, that feud is done. Well, he's got to play a role in the, in the Ethan Page thing eventually. I'll nail that. Clip that real quick. Someone clip it. I don't know how on this laptop. Someone. Hold on. Uh, hold on. I did it mentally. I got it. I did it with one hand. Control oh, all man. three. Just fucking... I was going to say, Chris got the glasses and we came and do this for him. <laughs> so, over overall, I mean, not there was also the Kenny Omega triple threat match with Pac and, and Cassidy d- together. Yeah. But... I think one of the yeah with this box because it's the Timmy Turner thing you know, <laughs> Timmy, <laughs> fairly odd parents with the with the bag over his head, but um, Pac, Pac in general I think he's kind of in the tweener role like as a second time tonight I've I've brought that up because he a tweener kind of has to kind of flip between heel and baby face so I guess he's gonna be more on the baby face side of things when he faces Ethan Page. But I think, or it might be, uh, you know, once again, a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart thing where, because it's like Toronto, it's his hometown. It's going to be, if that does happen in Canada, it's going to be home field advantage. I, I think the other thing is like Orange Cassie is pretty well loved on the indies, but I think they need Pac as a, for more like international since they want the Atlantic to be an international title. Just rename the belt, internet, the AW International Title. I don't, I don't care. Call it something, you know. Intercontinental Yeah, intercontinental. <laughs> yeah, rename it for Christ's sake. Western Hemisphere. I don't care. Yeah, right. The zip code title. The zip code. Title. <laughs> the, the time zone. The time. The time zone. To fucking title. I was probably like. Three nights and weekends, international dateline. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no roaming minutes. No roaming minutes. I got oh. three nights and weekends, so you could, so you could, uh, you could text me at night after I get out of class, after I finish my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I remember those days. Oh it's, it's ninth grade all over again, you guys. <laughs> oh my god! But um, I. I think Cassidy should get the third one though, and all because I guess that I hope they build up to that eventually. They can't just because this is something. Once again, what would Vince do? He would just he would just never have them face each other again, and then you know, no, Vince will have them rematch every single week on Raw. Either or, I'm I'm talking about it all ends in DQs and surprise finishes. Exactly. I'm thinking about two. I'm thinking about 2001, Vince. That's why. Oh, he would have he would have done this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he would have. He either Pac 2001 or... Vince would have had Pac kiss his ass and would have had <laughs> a bunch of weird shit. Fuck Vince. Lesnar oh, yeah. him in the audience. Fuck yeah. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> then he'd put them in a movie. <laughs> put them both uh, in a movie. The Mighty Mouse movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Mighty Mouse movie. The Marine 25. <laughs> oh, 
my god. <laughs> this is, guys, uh, earlier segments are building up to so much good shit that I'm going to say in in an upcoming segment. I've we, got, need to, we need to have guys, titles for our episodes now because of like, what we have. I, like I said, we have yeah. Mighty Mouse. <laughs> I, I started titling the Wrestling DeLoreans, but nothing yeah. as good as Octomom and... Yeah, we gotta. We could go back. We could retcon that and call that the Optimum episode. <laughs> I tried to pull up that clip the other day. I forgot what episode it was, just because I wanted to re- rewatch that. Oh my god, I love it! I love it. Chris, Chris but, Eagle, which, which, episode, which? Did you? Were you watching that one? You like, remember? You remember that clip, Chris, where he's uh, like, "I want to." Yeah, he says. I would like to interview Darby Allen and Mick Foley and like a deathmatch wrestler and Octomom all at the same time. No, I also said a a Nadia Sullivan. I said a Navy Steel. Nadia Sullivan. I know her name because she lived a block away from me in La Habra. Really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) How small world. It is not, though. (laughs) People have gone through a lot of pain. I was just in La Habra earlier today. I gassed up at the Costco there. Oh, nice. Right across from my old video store. Mm-hmm. Which is now like a car loan title refund place. I think I saw it right across the street. I was eating a yeah. hot dog. That's it, next to where Video Town used to be. Mm-hmm. De Niro, your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that Pac won. Like, I I didn't want Orange Cassidy to win, even though I'm a I like Orange Cassidy. I wanted Pac to win and keep the title on him. I, I didn't like the whole needing to cheat thing because I do want Ethan Page to win the title. When they do go to Toronto, I just don't know if Ethan Page should win the title because he's already barely seen on TV. I think it will be a disservice to this title if he's barely seen also as a champion. So I think that right now, either keep the title on Pac, he has a lot of momentum, or they should have just gave it to Orange Cassidy. But I, I don't know if giving the title to Ethan Page right now is the right move, especially because Ethan Page is not ever showcased like that. He just joined the firm, but still, it's like he's not – really showcased on TV as much to put a title on him. So I don't know. It's just a really weird dynamic. I feel like this title needs to be defended more on AEW Dynamite like it was mm-hmm. for it to even matter. But uh, it's just weird. I, I don't know what direction they're going to go after this. Because like I said, yeah, Ethan Page in Toronto makes sense for the hometown pop. But as much as I think Ethan Page is underrated, I think AEW already ruined him. Because it's now if he gets the title, people are gonna be like, "Why him? Who cares?" So he, he kind of has like a little bit of a bad stench on him. They need to not repackage him, but at least showcase him more. I don't think his last match in AEW was when, like two three months ago. Well, yeah, besides his match it. with uh, besides his match with um Danhausen on last week's Rampage. Before that, it was like a couple months before he had a match. So why would he be getting a title shot just because he fucking asked for it? You know what I mean? No, I, I, I can't do that. I, That's some Logan Paul shit. <laughs> so, uh, we'll get into that after, but speaking of now, oh. let's get into, oh, man, the AEW. I didn't, no intern. Fuck the intern. It's a women's championship. Not staying the intern, Tony Khan. I don't care what you say. I know you get upset, but no, it's not the intern. Tony Khan. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> No, you're bullshit, damn it. It's not, all right? <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Christ. We have to do – No. Ivan, we need to do the Weird Al Yankovic type oh, thing yes, with you and Tony Khan. To. Like, we got to cut in a Tony Khan interview with just you like, so Tony Khan, what do you think about uh, 
about <laughs> what do you think about John Moxley? I think he's the sexiest I've ever. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, he's featured. Yes, I agree. It well, actually, it is more featured more to be honest. I actually am intrigued. But yes, this matchup was a great, fantastic overall. I I want to just you know, of course, Tony Storm retained by pinning, of course, Doctor Big Breaker DMD. But what I want to say about this match before we get into the aftermath, you know, let's just talk about the match first, then we'll get into the aftermath. This I really enjoyed. One thing I wanted to really digress about this match, and I mean in the positive, not in the negative, that finally Athena do shit that I've been asking for her to to be showcased more. And this match delivered, even though yeah. that little, you know, that. That impact, of course, that little botch happened to Brit. I, I, of course, it happens. Accidents do happen. But other than that, Athena looked fantastic at this match, man. I really enjoyed seeing her, what she did. I think all these four women brought the chemistry that us fans needed to see in the women's division in AEW. And I'm happy that this is the direction we're going with. And I'm hoping as Tony Conker see, yes, you... You saw that. Give them the time. This is why. By seeing those four women that you put in there, gave you uh, – they barely even wrestled each other as much, but you saw that chemistry, that psychology, all four of them overall. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed – even Serena loved the fact how she's like, oh, that, that suplex. And to, you know, she had uh, Tony Storm in that Indian, like, Indian sit-cross mode. I really enjoyed it. I uh, mean, Brit, of course, being Brit. I, oh man, no, damn it, it's not entered. It is not decided, damn it. No, it is not decided. Oh, fine, fine. Acknowledge me. I okay. will run. I see you <laughs> shaking that thing. Uh, uh, I see you, baby. Shaking well, that, that I really enjoyed this fatal forward. I had, I, and I'm happy that we got to see Serena showcase more and Athena. So I'm, 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 there's nothing I can say. This is the only thing I, I digress is now this is where you should pull the, you know, move forward with the women's division now. You need to move forward with them. This is a, this is how it starts. So I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just digressing. Take it away, Dinner. I'll take it to you. Yeah, this matchup was a banger. Um, Athena was on some Ember Moon shit, which was something that we haven't seen in a while from her. Uh, Serena Deeb is so underrated and underappreciated, I feel, and is amazing in the ring. And I can't wait for her to get her just due. Um, Britt Baker is a great bleeder. She bleeds a lot. That was and, not I'm up, dude. I saw that before it happened. I'm like, she's fucked. Yeah. When, when that spot was so fucked, I'm like, she, you saw when she grabbed her nose as soon as it happened. I was like, she's going to be bleeding. A lot. I didn't even need to see that part. I just, as soon as I saw the fall from the angle, I'm like, she's, her face yeah. is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, Tony Storm, like, I, I'm enjoying her title reign so far. You know, I liked the tag match last week, and this matchup was really, really good. Um, great matchup. They really delivered. And yeah, I hope that this is. You know, we're, we're going to talk about the aftermath, but you don't bring in someone like that and have matches like this and only give them 20 minutes a show. I think that this is going to be the start of the women definitely getting more time and just get more more of a push because it's well-deserved. The talent on this women's division is so amazing, and people don't even realize it because they don't have enough time to show it show it off or showcase it. 
So mm-hmm. now that we have a fucking packed stadium and millions watching every week for the last four or five weeks now, they're showcasing it. And a lot of people are enjoying the women. So push them, push them more and have more storylines, have, you know, different storylines that don't revolve around the title. Like you can have two women just feud because they don't like each other and you can have more matches on the show. So I think especially while you have, you know, half the roster suspended, now's the time to have the fucking women showcase more. Hell yeah. There you go. That's mm-hmm. Matt Callis. Time for a curveball. Oh, man. What? Oh, man. You get one per show. Here it comes. I won. I won. All right. Uh, here yeah. we go. Whoa. There you go. Oh, my head. Wow. <laughs> I thought it hit you in the nose like Britt Baker. Man, no, it's like almost, almost. It's like rookie of the year where it's on fire and stuff. You know, <laughs> other than the person who showed up like at like at the end of this showing up, we'll get to that. I got I got a lot of fun things to say about. But other than that person, I think uh, here's my Matthew's recommended watch material. I should really, I should really recommend. I really recommend this match: Mayu Iwatani versus to, versus Tony Storm. Very, it's a must-watch match, and both of her matches with Tony Storm, because Tony won the Wonder of Stardom champion. She was she was the champion of Stardom, and that was like a very special moment. So she definitely deserves her title. You know, she's earned she's earned it like, you know, she's earned her stripes there. And, you know, and and there's a lot of of great things down the line in the future. But overall, like that's right. And and if there's anybody who, you know, should at least I'm I'm not going to stop mentioning her, Mayu Iwatani, like everybody's seen Io Shirai, everybody's seen Kyrie Sane. But out of the three, there's there's three of them. And Mayu Iwatani is part of that trilogy. You know, she's, it's like, you know, it's like the radicals or the, or any like stable of wrestlers. I, I think I like those that. three are, are stable in, in and of themselves, you know, but yeah. overall she, I, I think other than a roll up, I think I would have liked her like hitting a finisher on Brit and then finishing it off. But every, everybody was pretty amazing. And Athena had some really crazy maneuvers She's got she's got an arsenal on her, I must say, you know, and especially with a technician like Serena in there with her, you know, maybe me. God, this is me. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe I'd have like a women's pure title between Serena and Athena. My God, her match with those two that would be pretty sick. Yeah, they could probably do that. that. I like that. That's not a bad idea. That is such good shit. It is good shit. I can't even lie. Like, it it's like Serena's meant for the women's pure title. It's like she, yeah, yeah she's there for yeah. it. That's a fact. I, yeah, absolutely. Director, take it away. Hey, wow, we got all the women on the roster in one match again. How about that? Tony's got a default setting. Way to way to showcase your talent all at once and not have me to any of the other men's time. Yeah, they gotta stop doing that. It is what it is. Sucks. Sucks. You can have a good match. You can have as many four ways as you want, but like, it's just what they've been doing. They've just been putting them all as 
I would love to see the numbers of how many four ways versus singles matches they've had, especially in the title picture. Uh, I mean, in a way it makes Tony storm look stronger that she's beating so many women all at once. She's kind of cleaned out the roster in two nights. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, it, it's still undisputed too, right? Or it's still um, interim. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately it's interim. Jesus. Are they really holding out for Thunder Rosa coming back? Do they think that that's a thing? Uh, yeah, they're, they're waiting at for that. Point, but yeah. at, at this oh, point, okay. I don't think she's coming anytime soon, though. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you that right uh, now. Yeah, not anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a good match because you have the four most talented women in the company all at the same time. Um, yeah, goddamn that face buster on uh, Britt Baker, who, when Athena did the fall away slam, Samoan drop combo, which, I mean, just doing the math, Athena is probably about, I mean, I'm not talking out of line here, about 140 pounds. And uh, right. it was Brit and, Brit and Serena were the other two. So that's a combined weight of another like 220. That's a, I mean, strong girl. She definitely does not miss squat day. But her, as soon as I saw the face land, I was like, Queen of Extreme 2.0, Britt Baker is going to be bleeding again. And she, it looks good on her. Blood looks good on her. Like, not in like an attractive, sexy way or anything, but I mean, like, she wears it well. Like, I mean, you don't she expect- has a whole shirt. A whole bloody yeah. shirt. She has a bloody action yeah. figure. <laughs> she is the new queen of extreme, in my opinion. I have no problem giving her that because Francine had zero matches. Um, yeah, good match it is what it is. Uh, I'd like to see more singles and more time. And I mean, five matches. They had one match, and that's yeah. Um, we gonna talk about what happened after, or? or- of course we are. What do you mean? Now it's time to talk about it after. Oh, I care about. Oh man, and then skip on to the main event. No, sure. <laughs> You're like, what? You're like, wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> well, yes, it happened. It was a the aftermath. Jamie Hayter came out. We all thought Jamie Hayter was gonna turn. Oh, yeah, the Jamie Hayter thing. Red, about that. Red, red, red angle. I don't know what's happening. I guess, I, I guess, I, Hayter being a, a girl, a, a Baker girl, I guess I thought that was gonna kind of go the other direction. I wish yeah. it was the other direction for sure. Uh, me too. But I'll, I'll bring that up because Dan, uh, he was on the Wrestling Index. He made a good point of what he said about we might see Jamie Hader turn on Britt towards the end. Yeah. Or, but I think it's going to be the opposite. I think Britt will turn on Jamie if Jamie gets her title shot at full gear versus Tony Storm. And then that's how you turn Hader to a face. I either either way, Hader is, is a fucking face deluxe. She is waiting to explode with, with personality. See, look, Absolutely. he even said it right here in the comment. But no, yeah. but I think it's the opposite, Dan. I think it's going to be Britt turning on Hater. Well, yeah, we're best friends. Yeah, for sure. We're buddies. But then when she gets a title shot and she Yeah, because Britt, Britt has been the one that's sympathetic. She's been the one that's like, I'm sorry, be my friend. And that's just not Britt. Yeah. yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Hater's going to turn on Britt and just get her ass beat by, by Rebel? Reba? <laughs> Like rebel, rebel. What, what is it? Is it rebel, Reba, Reba, rebel, rebel, rebel? Yeah, yeah, that's an angle from like two years ago. The rebel, they'll call me Reba. Yeah, oh, I still I like that. Well, but yes, of course. We then the aftermath. Jamie Hader came by, and then uh, we get like a dark cloud or like a dark screen. We get this theme song, and then of course, music nobody the, recognizes. Oh, uh, yeah, a music that I, I, I didn't have any, I, I kind of recognize. I kind of. I had no. Oh. It didn't. It didn't start. If it started with a scream, I would have gotten it, but it didn't, and I had no idea. I didn't even have wrong guesses. 
I was like, I, the auto pro. Yeah, I had no guesses either. At first, I, I kind of. I kind of thought, is it maybe Chris Statlander back from injury? But then I was like, nah, I don't think it was Statlander. That'll never happen. (laughs) (laughs) She's never come back from injury? Well, she's never going to be not injured. Oh, oh, true, true. Yes. And then, of course. She's the only wrestler to get injured on the walkout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like when Sami Zayn was uh, making his entrance, went like this and tore his shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, we get that entrance and we saw the My name. God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the everybody procedure, calm. everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, you calm down. No, no. And that is right. She is an AEW, ladies and gentlemen. Soraya, formerly known as Paige, is now all elite. God damn it. That's such a good graphic. Oh, she is now all elite and men. Paige, yeah. Scream with me. Paige, yeah. Yeah. I got to hit that. This is my house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Dan. That's what I thought. When I heard the rip, I'm like, falling in verse. I knew it. And I know that Bobby Drake made that song for Mm -hmm. her. Of course he did. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yep, me too. I'm like, yep, Soraya. Yo, what? All I can say that was a thing here. We all went. Yes, we did. I we had all goosebumps. did right here. I had goosebumps. I cried. I was happy. I, see, I'm I'm a weird guy. Like tragedies and things. Like I don't. I get sad. I'm a human, but I don't. I only cry physical tears with joy. Mm. It's 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 pretty sociopathic, I guess. But I'm wrestling pretty much the same way. Yeah, I think all of us yeah. are the same way. To be honest, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, it's, it's we're all the same way. It's 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 great. She's like overcoming, you know, past injuries, coming back to the wrestling. I'm. I'm well, happy we don't know. That. That's that's what I want to bring up. Is we, yeah, we got to find that's, out. That's a big fucking question mark. I need to see. Bo- and to yeah. Underground Temple, your boy Xavier. Don't get R rated like your boy Xavier. Wolf. Yeah, we don't need up, <laughs> up, down, down, in and out, out. <laughs> <laughs> in and out, out. No, but but to but I got a, uh, some insight, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. It's on the other side. Another part of me is like, wow, the girlfriend of the man who stole my bass player in 2011 is now in AEW. <laughs> Ronnie, you, know, you, have- you don't like Ronnie Racky? He stole my bass player in 2011. Well, no, Max was your bass player? No, Mika Horoichi. Oh, I got you. Cool. Their, fir- their first bass player. But gotcha. I mean, to his credit, I was – I was, I mean, I'm, I was broke at the time, so I don't have the kind of money that Ronnie could have paid, paid Mika. So I'm just like, all matters, brother. Yeah, I don't. Is that for uh, falling in reverse or his other band? That was falling in reverse. It was the first one. Yeah, Mika, Mika was the Japanese guy with red hair, and he actually did my hair. Like I think, like I think a few months after he left, um, falling in reverse. You know, so there's. There was that time period, and Mika was in was in a power metal group called Celador before he joined Falling in Reverse. Mm. So, so this once again, it's it's Matthew's personal life spilling into wrestling, or wrestling spilling into my <laughs> vice versa. You know, there's there's me working with Logan Paul, and then Ronnie stealing my bass player. But but overall, the other the other thing is like I think. I think this is like the only person on the AEW rosters ever had a movie made about them. Because John Moxley what was it twelve rounds 
something. But that wasn't about him, though. That wasn't about yeah, him. It wasn't about he him. Was based on a, a character like a of a movie. Yeah, he was a cop in the movie. He was like, like a 12 round cartoon. Rossi was yeah. definitely never a cop. Yeah. No, but it was it wasn't called Twelve Rounds. It was about it was about an MMA cage fight. Twelve Rounds with John Cena. Oh, no, but no, no, uh, no. He was in a WWE movie when he yeah, was Dean there. Ambrose was in uh, was Twelve Rounds yeah. Part Two. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, the, the thirteenth oh, yeah. round or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Randy Orton's character, kind of. <laughs> so, but yes. Paige, Paige started, I believe, her first match on the main roster. She was like nineteen. She, she's she's yeah. definitely very young. Yes, she's born in nineteen ninety two. Thirty years old. Greatest you know, title the, win the, in WWE history. Uh, the I'm biggest question, I mean, no, I, I'm not disagreeing. I agree 100%. The anti D. But man, it's just a big the concern. You know, I think all of us are concerned here, personally, not just being a fan of hers, but also the personal state of level is, is she ready? I mean, do we, maybe she, has she been. Are we ready? Are we I, ready? I, I think, are we ready to see her get in the ring? Because I think we're going to get cringe. It was you ready, you know. I mean, that, we, we said yeah. the same thing about Daniel Bryan. Well, Brian Danielson. We said the same thing about Sting. We said the yeah. same thing about Edge. And yeah. look at they're all doing really well. You, if you're in there with professionals, they'll protect her. And Rage I think that cage, she'll be good. Page, rage yeah. in the cage with Page soon. Yeah, I mean, go go ahead, Denner. Take it away on this one. I mean, I I'm so fucking excited. Like I am hyped. Paige has always been one of my favorite women's wrestlers for a long time. I'm talking almost a decade. Um, I was watching this with my fiance. Like I said, she's hyped. She's a big Paige fan. This was just a great moment. I had goosebumps when she came out. I you know, I want to make sure, first and foremost, that like she is cleared to wrestle before she gets into the ring. But if she is, like I, you know, I think that she wouldn't necessarily step in. And AEW wouldn't put her in the ring unless she was cleared. Um the matches, man, like just so many great matches you could put with Paige. Paige versus Serena D would be great. Paige versus Britt Baker would be great. Paige versus Athena would be great. Tony Storm would be great. Thunder Rosa. I think Paige is going to be with Tony. So about on the roster, Matt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, AEW's got international. It gives you international. She could she could go the Moxley route and do do a bunch of extra stuff. You maybe know. I mean if she's just getting back into wrestling right now, you want to ease her into that. So maybe in like a year or so. But for sure, I think that this this is the moment where when she came out, I I was talking to my fiance. I was telling her like this is the moment that AEW is really going to push the women because Paige is not just a star; she is a mega star. This is where the women are now going to get full showcase because you don't have Paige come to AEW and then tell her, "Well, the women get 15 minutes." Every week, like Paige is going to come and she's going to be a game changer for the women's division and hopefully for Ring. Well, I was about to say Ring of Honor, hopefully for AEW as a whole. So, I think that this is going to be where we see the page turn, no pun intended, and we see AEW really showcase their women more. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Matt Callis, I think, other than that, like maybe it might be like a second kind of quasi women's revolution just to. Get them, yeah, get them more time, especially somebody of her caliber. And, you know, once again, Matthew's big thinking, you know, not exactly a curveball, but I guess big thinking, wishful thinking. I don't know, maybe sequel to Fighting with My Family. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Produced Fighting with My by Family Part 2, all elite. <laughs> produced by Tony, you know. 
It's like they can't call it WWE by name. It's like World Wrestling Organization. <laughs> you know. Oh, but I mean, because her story. My EVP is backstage. You know, because <laughs> we really. I've watched retrospective videos on her, and it's like, I think it's very inspiring to know that her story continues. Like, because it. I remember I watched the video of her like her retirement and her putting her shirt next to her sneakers, and was it sneakers? It wasn't boots because she, you know, she got Chuck Taylors. I think it was Chuck Taylors in the ring. She got a pair of Chucks. Was that right? Yeah, yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, yeah. So. so with that, with the page uh, T-shirt and her retirement, and then you know, it seeing her story continue here is. Like, cause the CM Punk was a big thing. This was another thing we, I think a lot of us never thought we'd see, you know, cause I, in the Indies, she wasn't doing matches. She was just doing meet and greets and stuff like that, you know, cause yeah. she was, what was it? LA fan fest. She was doing like when we were talking with them, Ivan, she was, she was doing an appearance. Yes. I'm doing a signing. She wasn't doing matches. So the second she steps into that ring, I, I know rather than that, like, I know the promo is going to get a lot of views, but I think her first match back will be a big selling point, and they have to do it right. That's the. I, main I would. Point. I would wait all the way to full gear. I wouldn't even yeah, uh, the ring. I would have her like build up a story and then have the big match on pay per view, like That's how great. they did with like how they did with Punk, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like how with Punk, first... with Punk, you had like three weeks until like the pay per view. Here, you have a good month and a half to really build to it. So hundred percent. You know what? It, actually, this the it stuff like this only creates more questions, you know. Um, but we get to the the question after Chris. But I'll I'll ask it now, and you guys can a- answer it after Chris. But um, the 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 do you think her first her first um opponent should be Britt Baker or should it be Jamie Hader? Mm. I think for if it's pay per view, the money match would be her versus Britt Baker. Even yep. though that might be the biggest match you could do with her right now, besides putting the title on her, um, and I think that's way too soon for that too. So you would have to like build her up in this division. So I think her and Britt Baker for pay per view would be a big match for her. Yes. I just um, I would rather her go against somebody who's a lot more seasoned than going to protect her. Because, like I said, as much of a fan of Paige as I am, the main thing that I want to make sure is she's not going to get hurt in the ring. Absolutely. So. Agreed 100%. Director, the floor is yours. Ooh, all right. No, I had no idea this was happening. I didn't recognize the theme song, so I kind of was just like, who the fuck, what the fuck? Okay, wow. Um, super emotional because I've always been sympathetic. Ah! I've always been sympathetic to wrestlers whose careers are cut short, not on their own fruition. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Edge, those were big ones that meant a lot to me. When they came back, was super emotional. I remember specifically how I felt when first, well, fuck, where were you when you watched Daniel Bryan make his retirement announcement? I, yeah, we okay. talked about it. So you remember where you were. I remember where I was when he made his, the doctor said the thing that's keeping me out of the ring may not be as bad as they said it was. And I was gushing with emotion. And then like a week or two later, he gets attacked by Kevin Owens and then he starts hitting mm-hmm. those machine cakes and the flying uh, uh, psycho knees. And I'm like, he's fucking cleared. He's hitting yep. the kicks. Holy shit. 
He knew WrestleMania is around the corner, so it was like, oh my god, this is real. This is happening. He's back. Um, so I hope that moment happens for Paige because we don't know what capacity she's being brought back for, but they have a plan. And I don't think she's going to be the mouthpiece for Absolution again. Um, I I think she's going to be cleared or is cleared already. I think she's going to wrestle because she is one of the most talented women, nay, people ever to wrestle. Just a phenom everywhere. On the mic, the look, uh, the quality of wrestling, it's all there. Youngest women's wrestler of all time. She literally dissolved the butterfly title and made it the women's championship. That's all her. No one gives her any credit for starting the women's division and getting rid of the supermodel division. Yeah. She Mm. made women have to learn how to wrestle to matter. That's just a fact. Mm. I love it. But she has so few matches. That's the thing. She did. (laughs) She was able to do all that. And I'm going to guess TV and pay-per-views combined, less than a couple hundred matches for sure. Um, So, so many years of her life. And like uh, DeLorean said, she's only 30 are just not, you know, gone. And she has a lot of time to make up for. And hopefully she gets to do that. And to do that, I think she has. She's going to have to be in there with – I like the idea of nobody – Green, you know, I don't want her in there with Jay Cargill anytime soon. I don't want her in there with oh no, 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 Statlander, you know, no Marina Shafir, no Marina, yeah, no Nia Jax. She is unfortunately a I don't want to say Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose, yeah, (laughs) I don't want to say she's a liability, but I don't want the thing. I mean, she was in there with Sasha Banks. A season yeah. pro, and it was a freak accident. It was like a drop kick to the back of the neck or something. I think that happened. Yeah, she's like in the corner, yeah. and she like yeah, took, she took like a knee. It was just unfortunate whiplash, just which like can a, yeah. Or if yeah. she gets put in with somebody green, I don't know. Maybe they have to really like choreograph and rehearse it beforehand. Yeah, but really, like like wasn't because like Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage, that was like super. WrestleMania 4. Yeah, I mean, she could have the she could have the Hulk Hogan TNA uh right. in her contract where you know I could have matches, but I don't take bumps. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Hogan did do that. Yeah. I so that. yeah, to get her to uh like title picture, I mean she's obviously gonna be already like, I think someone commented she's already ranked, which is totally fair, even though she hasn't wrestled in four years. Oh yeah. Um those damn rankings. <laughs> but yeah, yeah get her uh, in there. Get her have her take out people who matter, who can take a loss and not hurt their career. She takes out Deeb. She takes out Hater. She takes out Athena. Goes after Storm, and then Hater comes out with Britt Baker, and then that's when that whole thing happens. You know, her and Thunder Rosa, and then her and Sheeta would be pretty good too, because that those are also really good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Underground, you're playing with my heartstrings, my guy or girl or whoever you are. <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, and I, but yeah, I, I know. I she's hurt. There's no re- they, they they wouldn't pay her. I mean, they could bring her in as just a manager. They could do it. She probably would be okay with that. Yeah. But I yeah. hope she's cleared. Yeah. Same. I know Devin put you know in a comment. I lost faith in Tony building the women's division. I'm at a point where I. Where I believe it when I see it, I, I know. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm, like I don't, I, I don't want to say I've lost faith. I'm not. I'm not going to say I don't care about it. I care about it. I want to see it do well. Um, but my heart's not going to break every time they have a five woman one title you know match every pay per view or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. 
am I making this up in my head or a couple years yeah. ago? Yeah, maybe yeah, I make a lot of stuff up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a couple years ago, during um, I guess the build towards the women's Royal Rumble matchup, one of them, I, either 2021 or 2020. Wasn't there rumors that Paige may be making a return? Like she was checked by the doctor. She was saying she was cleared. And there was like some rumors that she may be in the Royal Rumble. She, yeah, they were going to bring her to the Royal Rumble, but she wasn't cleared yet. Mm. Uh, so I believe like they, her, do- her personal doctor said she was cleared. Yeah, her person, WWE not w- clear. not, yeah, not WWE, her personal doctor. Where Shadow Modelo. That's right. I love, love Modelo. Mm-hmm. I had a long day. But yes, now it's time for the main event of the evening for Dynamite because we finally get to get it, and then now everybody was happy, everybody was ready for this, and of course, that is for the AEW World Championship. And that is, of course, John Moxie versus Brian Danielson. This minute I typed in the main event. <laughs> John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. And what a match I wanted to say. What a match. This was uh, definitely better than their pay-per-view match um, last year. What was it this year? Was it Revolution they, they had the match at? Yeah, it was Revolution. Yeah, so earlier this year. Between the belt and the Mox. Hold on. I'm putting the, the word. I apologize. Okay, there you go. It looks and like it's going we... to be Mox and Chris versus Matt and Brian Danielson. There we go. So there you go. And yes, I agree. This match was an instant classic. I can tell you that right now. Uh, I like that Moxie kind of out wrestled Brian. I enjoyed it. Um, well, she was clearly then pulled the last. Okay, I thought there was some rumors number. about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Paige has changed the finishes. No, might as well call it Rampage. Why not? Even that way, I wouldn't change. She it only all. pulls out that finisher on Fridays. Mm-hmm. There you go, on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a great matchup overall. We got to see a more the wrestling style of John Moxley. We already know Brian's credentials, but we don't know much of Moxley because everybody has the other impression that Moxley is more of a brawler, more you know, more shooter, not much of a grappler, more of a ring technician. That we've never seen of Moxley. And if you disagree with me. Um, comment below because I have not seen that. I didn't see it when he was Dean Ambrose. I did not, did not see it. He, uh, he was and, pushing fucking hot yeah, dog stands. He was, he was, that's what he was doing. And slime on all over, you know, on briefcases. So, yeah, we saw right. that. Uh, but we never seen the, the in-ring technician technicality of John Moxie. But I know last week we all said Brian, but this, I guess, Moxley three-time. And I know one of them is an intern, but I don't give a shit. I keep on saying it. No, Devin, it is not decided. He's a three-time world champion because they're recognizing as a three-time world champion. Well, he did. He did beat Punk on Dynamite, and that made him like the official champion. So it is officially three times. It's not okay, two and an intern. He's not, officially three times. Thank you. But I, he has I still officially count. lost the belt more than anybody else. Yay. That's another way. That's the glass half empty way to look at it. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about this title win. But man, I guess a lot of people were, you know, myself as well included, that wanted Brian Danielson to win. But it, it makes sense why they headed toward this direction. But then again, it doesn't because there are a lot of people mentioning what is the point of giving it to Moxley? You're going to have him taking it all the way to either full gear or revolution for him to lose in the end. Mind you, we did say MJF needs to beat a superstar, a, a caliber star, like these two gentlemen here. 
of Brian and Moxley. But yeah. it, it, I know a lot of people digress that it doesn't make any sense that Moxley wins it and then loses it again to MJF. What about a TK pulls the trigger and said no? How about Moxley goes over MJF and swerve us at the end? We don't know that. We do not know that. But I'm just saying that. It's just only just a comment for it. But, but I understand. It doesn't make sense to me either. I think it would have made more sense with Brian winning because there you get both the story with Brian and with MJF. That could have been your Brian Miss 2.0 in a way, a feud. But I don't know what direction they're going with this. But I'm, a, I'm happy overall regardless of the results. The match was great. It was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Seeing MJF with his chip. On top of you know sitting in this VIP area, I love that uh, clutching really it enjoyed. like it was a fucking rescue dog. He was just holding on to that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he was holding on to it like it was a twenty-four title. It looked like he was like a mobster and like he with the cat, like he was like the do- the Don, and he was petting his black cat. Like right. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. I had nothing bad to say about this match. Congrats to John Moxley becoming again the three-time first ever three-time AEW World Champion. So what's next after this, and what's next for Brian too? So I'll take it to you, Matt Callis. Go ahead, take it away. I think the result of the match kind of shows how much Tony values, I guess, your tenure with him. Because I guess Moxley was there since day one. He was there at double or nothing. And I guess it's like the very start. And I, I mean, if you if you think in that, that terms, he deserves that title – but also the result kind of tell because a lot of people are saying it's going to be Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor title once the show starts, and they're going to do that as like maybe either the first episode or the first or the first Ring of Honor pay per view after the TV deal happens. He is one of the greatest ROH champions of all time. Yeah, I like I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, everybody's yeah. that's what everybody's saying. That's kind of why Danielson took what this. You're out. saying, and you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll second that. But Aww. this this results, yeah. I, I think is is I think either they'll have the match on the first episode of the Ring of Honor show, or they're going to do the they're going to have the feud start on the first episode of the Ring of Honor show, and then you know BCC versus you know, um, continuing with with I don't know maybe. If they might even take the whole uh, Jericho Appreciation Society to the Ring of Honor show, you know, because I mean they've got the other belt on another member too, so you know, I mean you got Anna Jay and Tay Conti could be could feud with Mercedes Martinez and you know whoever else. Definitely. So that, there's a there's a lot of lot of things leading up that this is saying the match itself. It we really got to see. Yeah, I think I think Moxley is going to be really. They're really selling the idea of Moxley as a submission wrestler now, you know, because we knew him like hardcore, Impact, DDTs, you know, Slam stuff like that, and now he's doing more, you know, just yeah. He went from brawler to technician like real yeah. quick. Yeah, because Blackpool Combat. I think one of the things I'm I'm really liking about the Blackpool Combat Club is kind of like I think they're kind of seen as like the Spartan the spark like a very spartan mentality it's like what we do is fight we live to fight you know the, that whole kind of i i like, it it, like combat yeah. i mean that at this rate they might as well get gerard butler in that club you know <laughs> why gerard butler 
Uh, Walker Butler. 300. 300, Ivan. This is Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, my God. I hate it. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, one episode, like, Gerard Butler's wrestling on, on Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. But the ideas that you have. Oh, oh. <laughs> De Niro, take it away, my brother. I actually think that this was an outcome that made the most sense. If you didn't have MJF, if he wasn't going to cash in the chip on this night to win the title at Grand Slam, then this makes the most sense because you don't give Ryan Danielson the title for the first time to be a transitional champion. It's clear that MJF is going to be right, the next hold on champion. Hold and then continue with it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just, remember yeah. he, just remember that he said that. Yeah, so I think that for sure Ryan Danielson wins the title and gets a lengthy reign. So you don't want to just take it off of him in the next month. I think for sure it's going to be Moxley versus MJF at full gear. And Moxley, being that this is his third time with the title, could be a transitional champion. It's not going to hurt him. So with that being said, MJF is going to win the title in November at full gear. If this is Brian Danielson, his first reign, and it's only about a month, I feel like that's going to hurt him. So I think that we have, eventually we have the Brian Danielson-MJF feud, but it's just as MJF is champion. And then eventually down the line, Brian Danielson could beat MJF for the title, but down the line. But yeah, making Brian Danielson the transitional champion, I think that would hurt him a lot. So I feel like it made sense for uh, Moxley to win the title here. Okay. I, I but the match I was get... fucking amazing too. Oh, Definitely an amazing was... match. The match was insane. I really enjoyed it. Director, the floor is yours. The only reason I like that Mox has the belt or M is because... When Brian gets that belt, he's going to hold it for like five years. Um, I think I said that last time I was on the show, and that, that would not make sense. That would not make sense knowing that the signature on the new contract of MJF coming back was contingent of he's getting that belt. Uh, I think that was the the money thing was probably easier for Tony Khan to agree upon. I think yeah. it was and the belt. That was the asterisk on that contract and Daniel Bryan would not Brown Brangle Dynasty would not be a transitional champion at all. <laughs> I think this is gonna be Mox's last run. I hope. Because you can't have a guy three three championship three times in the and two he's years still the around. he's still the GCW champion right now. He's yeah, a GC Joy Janela is he doing anything right now? He's in Indies. GCW yeah, he's he's everywhere he's just in House of Glory. Yeah, but yep. is, is GCW like active and people care and it's like what's going on over yeah. there? Yeah, it's oh, the yeah, number yeah. it's the it's number four oh, yeah. in the USA. Okay. okay, I remember he was going through some shit. I didn't know what happened with that, but cool, good to know. Yeah, good great match, obviously. I just yeah. Um when is MJF going to cash that in? Who knows? Could be soon. It could be I mean, I have no idea. He obviously has the firm, so he's getting it no matter what. Um yeah. he could literally have the firm attack during a match, beat the fuck out of both of them. That match ends in a DQ. But then he has to cash it in during that match. So the logistics are the same as money in the bank. It has to be during the match, not like beat them up, DQ, and then start a new match. So either way, it's happening. It's just a matter when. Um, and then I like the Ring of Honor Jericho thing with Brian. With, uh, with Brian. That'd be cool. Uh, I think that would definitely jumpstart Ring of Honor as a physical entity again. 
uh, and that should happen with a Ring of Honor legend like Brian Danielson being on that show. It would really yeah, add to the stock. That company and that wrestler built each other, for sure. So, In my opinion, he's the greatest Ring of Honor star of all time. Like, yeah, what got me into Ring of Honor? Like, I was falling out of wrestling. I, I fucking watched the Ring of Honor show when I was falling out of wrestling, and Brian Danielson is the reason why I still watch wrestling. So, like, I always said, not like he's Ring of Honor, like Mr. Ring of Honor to me. Yeah. So those are my thoughts. Um, I don't like that Mox has a belt, but it makes sense because I think there's going to be bigger, better things for Daniels and, and MJF. Ooh. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Moxie, yeah, I forgot. Nick Gage for the for the GCW World title, career versus title in two weeks. That's, yep, that's for sure. MJF, Brian Daniels, the date, contracts up 20. We're reliving the CM Punk May, but that's a long time time from now i don't know if we can hold it for like that long unless i mean there is no tonight chip i, I don't I want don't, i don't want an mgf storyline to last that long they already last too fucking long yeah yes right. I, yeah no I, every storyline after mgf is six months minimum yeah yeah they always just don't end <laughs> it's always with the storyline oh next week i'll pick your opponent like or the, yeah the nine trials of jericho lasted yeah, right. literally nine weeks holy fucking shit you got to see Hoover, dude. Yeah, and I cannot, and I cannot wait for tomorrow because tomorrow, no spoilers. Tomorrow, of course, no spoilers. Spoilers, because we're gonna watch this event. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at you on the ground, Temple. Yes, do not know. (laughs) No spoilers. No spoilers, Dan. Don't know because Matt does and we need to make sure he does not know anything. That Cargill Diamante match is gonna steal the show. Hell yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I think that Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix. I know, I know, I know. I know. I think, I think, I think it'll hold itself though. I think it'll hold up. I, I say, don't I, sleep I, on. Yeah, I'm. And Wardle Joe, I wouldn't mind seeing them feud with each other. You know, I would like be fucking it. violent. Is that for the? Oh, that's a tag match. I thought that was. Gonna be yeah, fun. yeah, it's between them versus uh. It's not for title, Bruce. right? It's, no, it's just one. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to see Action Bronson too. I Some thought it was Wardlow gonna... versus Joe for the title, which that mm. used to be next. That's probably what's going to happen after that match. That battle royal team. That battle royal, whoever gets a golden ticket will face the champion as well of John Moxley. And you have Eddie Kingston and now Sammy Guevara. The real feud that they finally forgave each other, now they're continuing with the feud. So I am looking forward to how that's going to turn out. That is for sure. It's like Action yes. Bronson reminds me of Action Jackson. Imagine if they actually got Carl Weathers just to show up. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, oh, man. No. Studs, Studs lost his hand in a terrible golfing alligator accident. I don't think he's making it out. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> all Remember that gator that got your hand? I got all his head. In the hips. It's all in the hips. It's all in the the best hip, part of that right? whole movie is when he says, I'm a hockey player, and then – Chubb says, you won't give that shit up. You won't play golf. <laughs> like, imagine just walking up to somebody you don't know. Like, oh, what do you do for a living? You won't give that shit up. Go play golf. Yeah, to play golf. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> Make it die. Oh. <laughs> I think we all talked about it in the chat, but I don't think people have seen this video talk about this. Uh, or heard us in the audio platform as well. Yeah, this is, you know, this is announced over the weekend press conference in Vegas. It's gonna happen. Crowd Jewel, the main event, Logan Paul. Okay, Reigns. I love you guys. We're over. Uh, it's 10 15 PST. You guys moved on to some bullshit, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Love you, bro. Tomorrow. We love you, bro.
much for sitting in. I wish I could do that for this too, because this is also this has my quick. this has my nose doing that. This is oh me. come on, Dan. I said no spoilers. I thought I thought a female was gonna win it. Damn it. Oh, uh, I don't give us good. I, I good. didn't see it. It went by too fast. So. Well, I mean, well, no, I no. Mean, he just like, said a guy, a guy wrestler won the battle royal. <laughs> all right. So I mean, <laughs> Crown Jewel main event was announced. Roman. Matt's BFF, Logan Paul. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. We talked Three about it in the chat. And- made, for t- made for YouTube movies. I just yes. kept showing. I just kept showing. Nobody saw that roller skating movie he was in. Nobody. Like, what the hell was that movie even about? I like the picture you sent of uh, you in the background of the movie. I saw yeah. yeah, we should have like starved you or something, like you said. Like he starved you guys, and well, you guys they, were in the he heat. Served us only Little Caesars pizza. We should have dropped him. Like we were like holding him up, like r- crowd surfing. We should have dropped Logan Paul on his head that night. That night, we should have. Oh, whoops! <laughs> and then, and then history would have been different. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be do- mm-hmm. talking about this. We wouldn't Sad. been talking about if I told all the other extras just to drop him on his head. Guys, guys. Shh. The, the PAs aren't looking. Just do it quickly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we got now this event for Crown Jewel being the main event. A lot of people are not happy about the main event. I about about the whole week since then the announcement. Mm-hmm. Since we barely got it. I know you're not happy about it, but <laughs> I, I know you're not. Yeah, but I know I'm this guy. Pissed. No, nah, I'm not too. I, I just don't like it. No, I, I would have just get out of my way from my. It makes sense, marketing wise, business wise. You just had a Triple G Continental fight just recently. You're you just had a Grand Slam, like looking at that boxing event because of all the camera views, and now you're gonna have a TikToker, a YouTuber, who's a high caliber, of course, versus. The tribal chief, we didn't want the tribal chief. It's gonna, I don't know if they want to head to pushing Logan Paul, making him as a face by putting him with the tribal chief himself. I don't think that will work because the tribal chief is gonna whoop that has. I'll tell you that right now. But Robin Reigns is gonna make him look good and he's gonna put him over. So I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with it. He needs a he needs a hump, he needs a little extra hump to it. I know he doesn't deserve a title shot. I get that. But he's going to get recognized in this in this fight. And at least it's not happening in the States. It's happening in Saudi Arabia. It's not happening here. Because imagine what happened here. Roman would have gotten the cheers more than Logan Paul. I'll tell you that right now. So, yes, we all forget that Logan Paul pretended that. that yeah, exactly. Yes. My people are crying about this for, for, for a little yeah, I know. I know. I know, Devin. I know. So that, that's what... Acknowledge me! We do acknowledge you for that, but I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm, I'm invested. The only thing I've been saying is, I know the press conference kind of began... Oh, I am the table. I, I'm sorry. I have to that from Kanye. Hold that line from Hey, I'll, I got something to say. He is Ivan. He is the table. He's the table I put my drinks on in, in um, in craft services. He's the ta- Roman. Roman would have the- said, "Oh, you're the table where I put my belts on top." And like, oh, right. <laughs> no. 
Shout out to Manscaped. The table I put my ball deodorant on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the neuro, I mean, what were we gonna say? I apologize, I kinda interrupted you. What were we gonna say? Oh no, um He stole that life from who? Oh, uh he stole that shit from Kanye West. Oh, go man. go check out the fucking song Easy by the game and Kanye West. Kanye said, How do you say I've never brought nothing to the table when I'm the table? That's a new song that just came out not too long ago. And then this motherfucker saying I'm the table. Bro, oh, you're not original. You're stealing shit from Ye. Fuck out of here. You you should hear his you should hear his <laughs> brother's his, his brother's raps is like his brother's rap. He has a bar that's like, I'm back with that Disney Channel flow. Like what the <laughs> His brother's trash too. I hope Anderson Silva knocks him the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope it's fast too. I hope it's two seconds. Word. I that's not gonna happen. Austin is. I mean, Logan is not gonna win. Austin Theory is not gonna catch him that day. No, I don't see that. That'll be trash. I will not. Oh man, I'll be hoping that that happens. But pull the, pull the plug on this Triple H, please. Yo, I got something to. Uh, what's called? I want to say that. Uh, I was watching Young Anthony on Turnbuckle Tavern, and he said, you know, a lot of people say who deserves and who doesn't deserve. Just say you don't like the guy. He's right. I'll say it. I don't fucking like Logan Paul, and that's the reason why I don't want to see this matchup. I don't fucking like the guy. He's a piece of shit. So I, <laughs> whether he deserves it or not, that's not for me to say. But He's a piece of shit. He's a piece it. of shit. I could say that. But um, <laughs> that, that's my opinion on this. I think that, honestly – whether it's a throwaway pay-per-view or not, or PLE, I think that fucking Roman Reigns should fucking just run through this dude. Um, He's going to play it's, it's, Yeah, it's, it's for Saudi, you know what I mean? Um, another thing that I wasn't even thinking about, I just mentioned Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. I believe Tim King brought it up on the Wrestling DeLorean, and he said that, I believe it's like later on that month or within the same week, that you have that matchup between Anderson Silva and Jake Paul. So maybe this is to capitalize on that too, because that's getting a lot of attention right now. It's MMA, but, not boxing, right? I believe it's boxing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, if it was MMA, man, him in a triangle. and hit, Yeah. Hit. But yo, Anderson Silva got some nasty hands back in the day. I mean, I don't know if he still does, but he had some nasty hands, but I I'm going to say is, it's, it's, I think it's around the same time period. So this is maybe WWE also trying to capitalize yeah. off of that. Uh, clout right now, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I I, I like the press conference. I thought that that was pretty dope. Logan Paul, he's good on the mic, and he's talented in the ring. I just can't... Maybe if he was a heel, right? Like I feel like as a babyface, he's like the most unnatural babyface, because he he even admits that he's like a real-life piece of shit. So, like, why not just make him a fucking piece of shit on TV? It would be more realistic for him to be a heel than a babyface. So I feel like that's the only thing that's, like, not believable. Like, when Logan Paul first came in with The Miz and he was tagging with The Miz, that was the most believable Logan Paul was on WWE television because he wasn't putting up a front. He wasn't being a good guy. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I feel like there's too much shit that I don't respect that this man did before he even got to the WWE. And I'm not talking about being in MMA and all that shit. I'm talking about his stupid fucking vlogs in Japan and disrespecting fucking people and being a real piece of shit. That's the reason why I'll never fucking support this guy. I don't care if he could do a fucking frog splash to the fucking... He could do a frog splash on my fucking TV. Fuck this dude. Yeah, see, I, I was going to say it then, but you already beat me to it. So, and, yeah. It's, uh, it's October, yeah, so it's around the same month. So, it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, so October 29th and then November 5th is Crown Jewel. So, it's like right around the corner. So, it's like... Yeah, it's going to capitalize on that. Uh, don't be surprised. Oh, my God. If I see... 
Roman walking out with uh, Anderson Silva and you see Logan walking out with his brother, that fight, then yeah, it, it's a setup for sure to build up everything overall. So, I mean, it's, it's a work. I would say it's a work. Which is Dana, work. Dana and Triple H are, are, are having lunch together. I'd rather see Bad Bunny in this role, to be honest. Yeah. I, you know what? I wouldn't mind either Bad Bunny either. I, but I don't mind this one either as much as before. I, I don't think it, it was the press conference that got to me. I, 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 the only thing I'm just curious to see, this is a test for his charisma. That's why I feel like his mic skills and his charisma are going to be in a test because, it, look, Roman has improved for the last two years in his mic skills since the last time yeah. he had a mic, fucking, a mic battle with John Cena. After John Cena the whole sucker in minutes. This is going to be something intriguing to see because I want to see where does the, the story heads to as we're heading to Crown Jewel. He has a whole month of October, and we and I cannot wait, you know, to see it. I, I'm just curious. And I the know whole Matt premise is, of this match is stupid too, because it's like Roman Reigns was on his podcast. They show mad love and respect to each other, and then on the podcast, Logan Paul says, "You know, as he's talking, I think I could beat him." All right, so now let's let's fucking run with that and make this match, like, because <laughs> Logan Paul says, "I think I could beat somebody on this fucking podcast." This is a podcast. Oh, I think I'll. Let me not go there. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Me okay, with the you know, it's me with the uh, girl with the rot wire while he's asleep. I, 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 need to, I need to pull that say a card to the dinner room. Sayon! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Logan Paul. Nah, there you like, go. here's <laughs> the thing. Like, I'll tell you this right now. Like, like I said, in the ring, he has a good base. Like, I was mentioning on the DeLorean with uh, Tim King. I said he, he has a good base, right? But even the match with The Miz where everyone's fucking praising this guy and fucking kissing his ass saying, oh, my God, he's such a great wrestler. I mean, the guy, to me, it looked like he, he has talent but needs work because the guy was rushing all his moves, going from one thing to another, not selling, not fucking letting anything breathe. He needs to slow it down a little bit before he gets pushed in a matchup against the top guy for the top title in the top organization in the industry. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, I, I'm not mad at him getting a title shot. But two matches into your wrestling career, not saying you do, don't deserve it because, you know, like I said, and I'm not going to say someone doesn't deserve a title shot in a fake sport, right? But I'll tell you this right now. I think that it's just not going to look good when you're outclassed and outmatched in the ring and everyone's expecting a good matchup. Mm, okay. If you have a All bunch right. of eyes on this, say everybody tunes in now because this is going to get mad media press. If you have a bunch of eyes on this, then people see you fucking like flop. That's gonna look bad on the company. And on top of that, the argument that everybody's fucking making about, oh, well, Logan Paul brings eyes to the product. That's a hundred percent bullshit. Because every time Logan Paul was on Raw or SmackDown, the ratings did not go up at all. The ratings stayed the same. So don't tell me that Logan Paul is such a fucking draw. He's not a draw. All right. If he was a draw, then you would see a spike in the ratings every time Logan Paul was announced for Raw or SmackDown. Even for the Raw in Madison Square Garden, the ratings actually went down that week, and Logan Paul was announced that week. So don't tell me that, oh, well, he's going to bring a lot of eyes to the product because they're not there yet. And if he's going against the top dog and he's going to peak his third match in and he's still not getting eyes to the product, don't tell me that, oh, well, this is to get eyes to the product. It's not working. Guess, guess where those eyes still are, Mike? They're just still on his YouTube channel, and they're still on the TikTok. On his they're podcast. And his yeah, podcast is not, not bringing eyes to Raw. It's not bringing not eyes to SmackDown. TV. They don't even watch TV. They don't even know what channel Raw's on. 
Pat McAfee draws more than Logan Paul me besides his podcast and on SmackDown because I know I, I heard I, I heard young Anthony what he said on, on a turnbuckle. He did say he draws more money than The Rock. When he said that, I'm like, okay, you're. I'm sorry, young Anthony. You said that. That's you're crossing the line there. Young Anthony said, "What did The Rock do to deserve a title shot?" Yeah, I heard that. I yeah, I I need to have him on. The I am show dying. Yo, I, I, all due respect, I, I fucking respect Young Anthony, and I'm a fan of uh, his show. I'm a fan of everything he does. Like real talk, his hustle for his age is awesome. But I am begging you, Young Anthony, to find time, whether it's on the DeLorean or here on Circle of Debate, come debate me about this fucking topic. Please come debate me. Let's not do the fucking talking back and forth on fucking message boards and on fucking DMs. Come on, let's have a conversation. I, I, I respect I, your opinion, but I want to have a conversation with you I'll on this tag. fucking show. <laughs> Mike, let's make this a tag team match. Let's see if Anthony can get a tag team partner. I'll be your tag team partner for this one. <laughs> I'm able to get the time though. And like I said, I got I got nothing but respect for young Anthony. I just know that we have very different opinions about this. I would love to have him on. I would love to like debate it. I know yeah. he's busy. I know he was talking about like he has, you know, he doesn't have much time right now. But dude, you tell me when you're available and I'll make time. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll put on the show whenever it is. Like I did the same shit for Jeremy Prophet. Big fan of Jeremy Prophet. Thanks for doing that show with me. I don't do the DeLorean on Tuesday. He, he told me he was available on Tuesday. Yeah, me too. I hope he gets that Jericho match. But he, what's it called? He said he's available Tuesdays. I put the show on a Tuesday. So tell me when you're available, bro, because I would love to have you on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I am looking forward to see how that goes. But yeah, uh, I digress on that one. It, uh, uh, Jesus. But all right, let's move on. I want to move on to now Survivor Series now adding. What is it, Matt? What are they adding? War games. There you go. Thank you. You can say it better or than me. Blood. War games. Nuts. <laughs> Not blood. Because of war games. Nuts. Man, I am happy. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this. And obviously, the question is who they're going to add on it. Uh, should it be the bloodline? Should it not be? Should it be the bloodline without Roman or with Roman? I mean, there's there's a female ones too. Uh, I'm curious to know. I mean, two part question. I mean, I'll take it to you first, Matt Callis, for giving the Niro. Are you excited for War Games? And who would you put on this War Games? I don't. I don't think I've been looking at the product as closely as I should be. You know, my my um my I'm, I didn't do my homework. But I, I, I'll say I am excited for War Games. Okay. Definitely, definitely. De Niro, how about yourself? I'm very excited for War Games. I think that this is a great, great move. Um, ever since they brought it back a couple years ago and it was in NXT, I thought that it's only a matter of time that they bring it up to the main roster. Um, it's going to be awesome. I think that Survivor Series is the perfect event for it. I also love how Triple H announced that Survivor Series this year is going to be more storyline-based and not Raw versus SmackDown. That's going to be awesome because that's like the original Survivor Series concept. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited for this. I think that it would be cool if they continue to build up the feud between the Bloodline and the Brawling Brutes. Have maybe Drew McIntyre join the Brawling Brutes, or not join them, but like at least align with them. And then have uh, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and the Usos versus Butch. Uh, Rich Holland, Sheamus, and Drew in War Games. That would be phenomenal. Man, there's a lot of things they could do on this one. I, it, I mean, it's harder because I, I, I can see Bloodline. This is my storyline very quick. Give me Bloodline. 
versus Lashley, Riddle, Gargano, Owens, and a mystery opponent. Uh, why Gargano experience in that? He's like, he's already familiar with war games. Yeah. He's been there more than once. And if he's now teaming with Kevin Owens, then yes, it'll make Pan sense Express. too. And then you can have Lashley feuding with Solo now heading for since he, he said, oh, I got my eye on a belt that he wants. Could be the U.S. championship. And that's going to be something really, really intriguing to see Lashley and Solo going, going a feud at it. I would love that. And then you have Sammy, of course, and Kevin Owens besides Gargano. But this week you see Sammy making a decision. Bloodline yeah. or his best friend Kevin Owens. And then what about it? He what about he gets pinned? They lose, right? And what about then? This is where you see Sammy turning face, teaming with Owens, heading into the next event, either Armenia, them winning the tag team titles from the Usos. That'll be a great story to build from there. I think if they if yeah. they had that direction. I, but I think another be, cool possibility would be uh the bloodline versus Imperium, that would be Ooh. awesome. I think that Imperium is next in line. I, I was about to say Walter. Uh, Gunther versus Roman Reigns is a match I really want to see. I know they're probably not going to pull the trigger on that. But if Solo Sokoa has his eye on the title, I think that it should be the IC champion because Gunther's last match in NXT, he lost to Solo Sokoa. Solo beat That's Gunther true. in NXT. So I believe since he lost his last matchup to Solo Sokoa, it would be cool to see Solo Sokoa and Gunther do that again on the main roster and maybe start a feud with Imperium and then build that to no – well, when, when Survivor Series? Is it the first week of November? I believe so. I think it's the first. I think it's right after uh, – two weeks after, I believe. Uh, well, let me double check. I know Crown Jewel is on November 5th. Hmm. When is Survivor Series? Uh, the date on that one. They haven't mentioned – oh, November 26th. All right, so yeah, you have a couple months to build it. Um, I don't know. I, I think that that would be awesome, but yeah, I think if you're going to put this in the main event, you you want to put all your like top talents in there. I would do Bloodline versus, like you said, you probably book it out to be fucking Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. The endless possibilities. What if they go the raw side? What if uh, you have? You have um, Judgment Day instead of the Bloodline, and then you do maybe gotcha. like three guys and a girl, or maybe we've seen the possibility of AJ Styles might join Judgment Day. You could do AJ Styles with Judgment Day. That's four guys against Rey Mysterio, Edge, and then two other guys, Kevin Owens maybe, like or Riddle, because I know Riddle's now feuding with Judgment Day. Kind of, it's very interesting. One thing that I think that you do here. If this is the route they're going to go, I think that maybe we see The Rock. Not in uh, not in uh, side of war games, but maybe have The Rock come out. If you remember, The Rock is, what was it? His debut was in Survivor Series, so I think there's like 21 years or some shit like that. right? Have The Rock come out, maybe go face-to-face with Roman Reigns, and then you can start building towards WrestleMania if that's the route that they go. But... I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see, but all I know is I'm very happy that this is on the main roster. It's it's going to be awesome. I know. I am looking forward. I'm, I'm excited for it, and I, I just cannot wait. And okay, then we have this, of course, who is this white rabbit? Oh, it looks like Matt Callis. That's okay. Probably technical, technical difficulty with Matt Callis, but he'll be back on. 
But yes, we have the White Rabbit segment here. Everybody's saying it's Bray Wyatt. I mean, it has to be. Uh, I don't know who else could it be. I mean, I don't know who else yeah. could it be. Oh, Bloodline versus Owens Gargano saying, yep, that could be, be cool. happening too. Yeah. That would be cool. But Drew is busy with carrying cross, but that's the thing. So yeah. we don't know how that's going to book that. But yes. Oh, yeah. It's the signal cut out. He said, technically, yes. The signal cut out. But I, I mean, what do you think the neuro should this be? Bray Wyatt. I mean, we've been seeing it now. And we saw it on Anaheim here, to, you know, here in California, you know, the aftermath. I mean, tell me, talk to me, baby. What do you think? Yeah, I think that this would be awesome for Bray Wyatt. Um, I do see a lot of people thinking it's Karrion Cross. I don't get that. Um, Karrion Cross already returned. So, like, why would you build this up to be someone who's already in the company and on TV? I think that this has to be for a big return or a big surprise. We see that they're playing, um, was it uh, the Jefferson Airplane song? Is it White Rabbit? Yeah. That yeah, so the Jefferson Airplane song is playing during commercial breaks and at live events, which is so fucking awesome because that song is amazing. And if that is Bray Wyatt's theme song when he comes back, that's gonna be such a cool package to have him coming out to that song. Um I think that I love the all like the subliminal shit that they're doing with the QR code and all that. I think that you know, if you look at they're doing hangman, like the game hangman. And it said demon, but the word was like, we are, you did, right? And then people were bringing back like an old interview that Bray Wyatt had with uh, with Michael Cole, like back in 2014, where he was like, you did, who destroyed this world? You did, who brought me, whatever. Like, And he kept on saying, you did, so it would make sense to bring back the Bray Wyatt character. With that being said, I think that it's going to be awesome. Um, I don't know, like I'm... I'm excited. You know, people are pointing towards tomorrow because tomorrow's the 23rd and it said 923. But then if you look, like it went from a date to a time, right? Like it showed the two dots, right? Or the, what was that? A semicolon or a colon? I don't know. Yeah, it was like almost like a semicolon, two dots. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. showed the two dots. So it said 923. And so maybe it's not tomorrow. Maybe. He comes out whenever, but then, like, if you look at the time, it's going to be, like, 9.23 Eastern or whatever, right? So, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I think that if it's um, Bray Wyatt, it's going to be fucking awesome, and the crowd's going to go ballistic. Who was the first QR code person again? Yeah, that's Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be awesome. Who it's was the first, awesome. one, first QR code? Oh, that, that first one. I don't remember. Ooh, that's a good Are you talking about, like, on Raw? Like, I know on Raw... Uh, someone screenshot a part where there was a backstage interview and there was a QR code. But I also saw during one of the matches, there was a guy walking through the crowd with the QR code as well. That's where I saw the QR code. I paused it and I did that on the phone for that part. But um, I just love the shit. Like, I, it's not like a, just a vignette, like, oh, look who's coming. I love that they're making you work. Like, I love that shit. Like, this is the shit that Triple H is doing that no one else is doing. They're making you look into things and getting you invested because he's making you work for it. Like, oh, there's a QR code. Let me find out what that's about. Instead of just saying, oh, let me play this video package in between segments on Raw. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. on top of that, like, it's the small, subtle stuff that he's doing. A couple weeks ago, having Dexter Loomis in the background and it's like, you're not supposed to see it. But if you look closely, he's there. Like, stuff like that is so cool. So Triple H right now is really innovative with his booking and his writing style. I love it. Oh, yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah, I do remember that underground. Yeah, White Rabbit was was uh, carrying cross. Unless he's going back to that gimmick, maybe so. 
Um, if he does, bring back I Paul mean, London. Yo, oh, oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's a good question. So I'm looking forward to see how tomorrow SmackDown and Rampage. Oh man, there's so much. Which we're almost there, we're almost towards the end, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget tomorrow, which I forgot to mention, had a long day, and that is you have Impact Victory Road live, of course, on Impact Plus and on Fight TV. You're gonna have those incredible matches. Is of course you're gonna have Honor No More, I guess versus. Uh, let's see, he's that he's Josh Alexander and Rick Swan, Jordan Grace versus oh Maxine Paler. That's gonna be a that's gonna be crazy. Match. That Shout is Father James Mitchell too. Yes, sir. Yes, he's gonna be there. And of course, you have the three-way barbed wire massacre. Steve Macklin, uh, Sammy Callahan, and Moose. I'm looking forward for that. And you're gonna have. Mickey James, who's Mickey James fighting again? Who's, I didn't couldn't really see who's that individual girl. That looks is that looks that's uh, Giselle Saw Shaw. Oh Shaw, right there. Yeah. Okay, there we go. And then we have uh let's see the triple threat revolver. That's something that hmm. Who is that fighting on? The triple threat revolver. Let's see. Who I, I see, see Frankie Kazarian, I see Alex Zane, I see uh you got Kenny King, you got Trey Miguel, you got Black Torus, you got Mia Yim. I believe that's Laredo Kid. Yes, that is Laredo Kid. You're right. Crazy. You got Speedball Mike Bailey in there. Oh, no, that, that's not Mike Bailey. Who's that? Let's see. You, got, yeah, my you buddy, got Mike Bailey my, versus Delirious. Yes, you have that. And you have uh, Priscilla Kelly versus uh, – Priscilla. Is a, yeah, uh, versus uh, – Killer Kelly, Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly. There you go. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. Versus uh, – Tasha Steele, like a, and that's going to be an interesting match. Yes. I heard it was a good impact, man. I know we have a impact lot of Impact is so it. fucking good every week, man. It's the most consistent yes. show that nobody talks about. Agreed. And that's that's where we have the issues. We're trying, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying. It's so, it's much, so, much, to it's so much to watch. so much to watch. this shit. Yeah. Oh, man. So, it, yeah, I, I'm looking forward for that. Make sure you guys watch that on Friday. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yes, in the match. Okay. So that triple the revolver. All right. Oh, yeah, so I couldn't can, tell who that was. Like, I was so it's Kenny to... King, King, Laredo Kid, Alex Zane, Trey Miguel, Torres, Mia, uh, Yuya, Frankie Kazarian, and Mia Yim. Okay. Fire. So the winner gets to a challenge for the X Division title at Bound for Glory. Ah, okay. So that's what we get. Okay. Awesome. That's going to be really, really awesome. I'm going to have to watch that this weekend for sure. There's a lot of things we got to watch. We still got to watch New Japan, Burning Spirit. This weekend, we win. We're back with New Japan shows coming Tuesday. And we got to discuss the predictions for and the recap for Bernie Spirit and for Royal Quest. We're heading to the next week already, the end of uh, September, heading to October 1st for Royal Quest over the weekend. And then, of course, we do have October 21st. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget our sponsorships. Yes, and that's right, fellow sponsorship. That is. PCW Ultra set in stone. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to PCWUltra.com. Purchase your tickets because that's going to be a fantastic. We're going to have main event once again. It's going to be defended uh, since we you know that Karrion Cross would not be uh, participating since he signed with WWE back. So the championship will be defended in an Ultra Vault match. Hammerstone will be defending the PCW Ultra Heavyweight Championship in a fatal four-way. And the announcement is coming soon of who the participants are. I believe they already announced some of the participants. 
But once again, if you want to go to PCWOltra.com, go to their social medias, buy your tickets now. We will be there and be square, ladies and gentlemen, because we will be there. It's, you know, obviously we're sponsoring this event and there's going to be a lot of great matches. Of course, and we haven't seen this man in the States in two years. And that is a great Puma who will be making his return to PCW mm. as he will be competing against Shane Haste. Of course, we're sponsoring the matchup of Lucas Riley versus Casey Navarro. And, of course, you have Viva Van, who will be facing uh, yeah, Sumi Sakai. Sumi Sakai's retirement is coming, and that is for the PCW Ultra Women's Championship. So make sure you go to PCWUltra.com and purchase your tickets. Do not forget. Purchase them. And also don't forget our merch, ladies and gentlemen. Our merch coming soon. More merch is coming. The rest of the Lorians, of course, podcast merch will be coming as well. So stay tuned for that. You will be seeing that. Make sure you purchase and click on our link tree on our bio and then go to the merch store. And pretty soon yes, we will have special ones coming up for Halloween. So make sure you tune in for that, ladies and gentlemen. And that is it for this evening. This was a two hour and a half show. But we had a lot to stack in here. A lot that we had to. And, you know, it's been a while, especially for the director, Ed Matt Callis, and myself. But, of course, the host right here with the most is holding it down here on the COD with the rest of the DeLorean every Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and even Tuesdays that we did it. So, and wow. I mean, I commend this man. Commend you, appreciate that. Nah, I appreciate you, man. And I'll tell you this right now. Ivan is the hardest working guy in podcasting, and you inspire me, honestly. That's that's the truth. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you. We appreciate all of you guys for hanging in there with us for two hours and a half, and also if you're listening on the audio platforms as well, thank you so much. Very quick in Spanish. Señoras y señores, muchas gracias por escucharnos aquí. Dos horas y media aquí en Suerte Debate, pero no se olviden de suscribir a nuestro canal de YouTube para que los mire aquí los jueves y viernes y tal de Resident DeLorean cada lunes, miércoles y viernes también. A trooper. Yes, yes, great. Appreciate you guys. Dave Clark Street, thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to Clark Street, subscribe to Cage My IQ, Underground Temple. Uh, everybody that was here today, thank you so much for taking the time. Sure. For a couple appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys very, very much. Para todos, saludos a Latinoamérica, de Colombia, Nicaragua, Venezuela, Honduras, Salvador, Mexico, uh, Puerto Rico, y uh, praying for Puerto Rico because I know everything was going on over there. Uh, Jesus, it's, it's bad. I got a lot of family uh, over there. Shit's crazy over there right now. Definitely mm-hmm. sent out to Puerto Rico. I'm hoping that, you know, hoping this audio will help you at least kind of get a not. I know it's, I'm not going to say it because completely, but keep your mind up of things a little bit and wish you guys for the best. And man, it's, it's, yeah, it's an unfortunate. It is an unfortunate. For all your pre listeners as well, wouldn't die, you get to steer. Choose. Ah, yes. And to shout out to Belgium, Switzerland, Germany. And Czech Republic, Sweden, all of you guys out there in the UK as well. Thank you so much. All over the European countries for listening to us as well. Shout out to India as well. And shout out to Fiji as well. And the Philippines as well. 
Shout out to all my Filipino familia. I know you guys speak a little bit Spanish. Yeah, I know you guys do. But yes, and I'm going to pass it to De Niro to tell everybody here in the States. Yes, for sir. all of our audio platform listeners, let them know, De Niro. Hit that subscribe button because we are putting out content every single day. We have a lot of content. We got Circle Debate every Tuesday now with the New Japan Show featuring our homie Dan from Cage My IQ. We have the Wednesday MMA show. Thursday, we got the flagship show. And Friday, we have uh, Top 5, the countdown show. And then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday on this channel, we also have the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Um, I love doing what I do, and I couldn't do it without, you know, Circle Debate giving me that opportunity. So I really appreciate it. Uh, check out tomorrow, Wrestling DeLorean podcast, 7 o'clock Eastern, with my homie Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. He's going to be on. He's a special guest. We'll be talking about AEW. We're, I'm sure we're going to be talking about a lot more. He has a big announcement earlier in the day, so we'll be talking about that as well. Um, and then check out Top 5 later on tomorrow night. We'll be talking about Wrestling Society X Top 5 Moments. There was oh. – I don't care if people love it or hate it. I was a Wrestling Society X kid. So definitely we'll be talking about Wrestling Society X. Also, I need to defend my MMA title. That's and right, because he, he won a topology title right here. So, yes, that's right. Well, Word, respect to the champ, Dan. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, we appreciate everybody who rides with Circle Debate, everybody who rides with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I call them my Wrestling DeLorean passengers. What, what, what do we call the fans here of Circle Debate? Our debaters? The debaters. The debaters. The, the debaters. The debaters. The passengers. We appreciate you all. Everybody who shows love from all over the world. Love you guys. Thank you so much. It's because of you that we do this shit. So keep on showing love. Make sure you subscribe and spread the word because we are working on this channel. Absolutely. Yes, we are. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. But before we go, of course, it's the outro one. Transform and roll out. I like that. The great debaters. Great Thank debaters. You. Better than oh, the masturbators. <laughs> oh, man. I may. Sorry. Uh, it, hey, TBMA. That's what it is, right? Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> to this day, to this day, <laughs> to this day, that's right. Uh -huh. But yes, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you for tuning in. This is the host of Divas. What I've been seeing, of course, my other host here, Mi Hermano, Mike De Niro, letting everybody know, especially around the world, Craig. Shit, not just the city, the world. <laughs> Letting Sorry. everybody know that it's almost two o'clock here. I, I get a little weird when I'm tired. <laughs> because here on the Circle Debate, the Wrestling DeLorean, the League of Extraordinary Podcast, the Wolfpack Out, this all do podcasting. We all make history. history. Over. Will over and over. Make over and over. History. Over and over.